It is March 11th, 2019. I don't really uh, get the theme music for this podcast. Um, I know I'm the one who chose it, but I don't get it because um, it honestly sounds like a creepy pasta horror uh story that i'm about to share with you and um it's just very yeah i don't get the choice that i made but i'm sticking with it because we've been using this theme music for the last 20 episodes and that includes this episode because this is the paradox of civility 20th episode so to celebrate we are going to give you the fans the folks out there who stuck by this podcast from the very beginning, we are giving you another episode. So yeah, um, it's another episode of um, some hateful language, some hate-filled ideology, um, and then there's a few sane voices thrown in there, uh, and it's me, Roy Koshi, refereeing between all those voices in a kind of piss-poor manner often. Uh, but sometimes I do a pretty good job. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself. So yeah, those of you who've been listening to this podcast or you maybe are tuning in for the first time and you read the description uh, of this podcast, um, you know that this is about me, Roy Koshi, revisiting an online radio show I did back in 2012 and 2013 called The Hate Project. Uh, the Hate Project was a show where I allowed uh, people to be anonymous to call in anonymously, to chat in the online radio chat room anonymously, and express their real views about hate and hatred. I allowed and even encouraged hate mongers, actual bigots, racist, sexist, homophobes to call in anonymously so that I could actually have a discussion with them so that they wouldn't worry about getting fired. Altruistically, I thought that I would uh, get to a deeper understanding about racism and where it comes from and how they came to be um, bigoted, basically, uh, how they became uh, basically hateful ideologues. Um, obviously, like if you've been listening to this podcast, uh, it's been mixed results so far, um, you know, um, and I question whether I ever got to any deeper understanding or if I, I just gave these hate mongers another platform to spew their fucking hate. I don't know. Um so, um, on this episode, uh, The Hate Project, it's episode Hate Project number 25. And uh, it starts off with me talking about the Steubenville rape case that happened in 2013. It made the news. And um, so I talk about that. I go into a kind of long rant. That's the beginning of this, pod, this, this episode here. And um, I talk about football culture and how toxic that is and how toxic it is to raise young boys who are football stars raising them like football stars, how you're actually dehumanizing them as well because you've basically taught them to dehumanize everybody else around them. And um, I also talk about like girls in that community who are antagonizing the rape victim of these boys. Um, you know, look up the Steubenville rape case from 2013. It was big news. And um, I talk about that a lot at the top of this episode. Um, this episode is very uh, heavily edited because I was very low energy. Um, throughout most of this episode and you'll hear me comment on that throughout the episode it's really entertaining 
Um, now, I interact, um, as I said, there's a chat room that goes on during the show, and I, I interact with people in that chat room, and so you'll hear me doing that as well. And um, at one point, uh, guess, somebody named guest number five calls in, but that person is Roman, my friend, who is um, transgender, pansexual, and I talk to Roman about, you know, you know, uh, his own journey. Um, I talk about mainstream perceptions about trans people or sexuality. And, um, you know, Roman is very gracious in explaining a lot of stuff to me. Um, and, you know, look, um, this is a situation where, you know, I should not put the burden of, you know, folks like Roman educating me, a cishet male on these issues, but he was very gracious about it. And it's a lot of good talk there. Um, the nurse 1488, you've heard her call in before in previous episodes, if you've been listening to this, um, she becomes really homophobic to my friend and, uh, she uses the term sausage smuggling, uh, in reference, in reference to gay men at one point and, uh, hilarious. I, I think that if anyone in the gay, in the LGBTQ community wants to appropriate that, please appropriate that sausage smuggling, just, just reclaim it. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah. And um, I even asked the nurse because the nurse, at, while she's in the chat, she doesn't call in for this episode. I ask her about people saying misogynistic stuff to her or degrading things about her body or what they would do to her. Uh, and she reacts to it and she's always disgusted by it. And I always ask her, like, why don't you leave the movement due to like these, you know, troglodytes harassing you? And she basically says that her beliefs are what matters. Um our race is our religion. I've heard her say that, and a fella named Tyrant Trooper who calls in later on. Um, he, uh, Tyrant Trooper, called in before. Um, he's a white nationalist. Um, he says that um, he belongs to the autonomous nationalist group. And I try to basically learn from Tyrant Trooper um, how he became how he is. Um, he says that he grew up in the ghetto of Southern Connecticut, so... Um, he mentions that he had to defend himself against, like, you know, black people, brown people in the ghetto. And um, parent, and he explains that his parents didn't raise him to be a racist, but his parents didn't also, also didn't go through the same stuff he went through. They grew up in a different environment. Um, now, um, it's really interesting because I grew up in a, you know, white neighborhood. I'm a person of color. I dealt with a lot of fucking racism, and I don't hate all white people. And I never felt the need to join a group where, like, any sort of separatist group at all. And so, um, yeah, I try to get at that a little bit about the difference there where, um, you know, I wonder why you decided to actually, you know, do to a few bad apples in your neighborhood. Um, how you came to just decide that all these people are bad when other people go through a lot of racist shit. And they don't decide that, you know, um, a lot of racism coupled with power, like that's what racism from white people is. And, um, you know, I, I try to get to the get uh, at that a little bit with him. And then I ask him, like, you know, if he had, if he has uh, good interactions with black people or brown people. And he says he does. So somehow uh, he still goes with this. Our race is our religion sort of thing. So um, even though he's met some good black people in his life, he still I guess uh, we'll always uh, look at his childhood as the defining 
moments of his entire life. But he also says that um, he does a lot of activism, him and his group. I'm still not sure if he belongs to a group. He calls it the Autonomous Nationalist Group. If anyone wants to look that up, feel free to do so. And um, he talks about doing uh, charity work with the Special Olympics, uh, Habitat, AmeriCare, doing cleanup. Um, he mentions that his organization, again, I'm really unclear about this, but his organization goes to black neighborhoods and f helps rebuild their homes. And um, he says that he only sees white people doing rebuilding in black neighborhoods. He doesn't see black people doing it. And I counter that in my volunteer experience that I've ever done throughout my life. I've mainly seen people of color doing it. So whatever. Okay. Now, uh, there's a guy named Puffy who calls in and just starts trolling uh, Tyrant Trooper. It's a lot of fun. It's really funny. Um, and um, I, at some point, you know, I start to talk about, um, I mean, I start to defend Tyrant Trooper from Puffy. But today, if I was doing this podcast, I would just let the dogs loose on this one. I, um, I would not, this civility thing, and this is why I titled this podcast Paradox of Civility. I'm thinking about changing the name to Civility, though. I don't know. You, you, you tell me what you think. Anyways, I call it the Paradox of Civility because, you know, Puffy goes hard at, um, you know, Tyrant Trooper, right? And um, I'm like, no, 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 let me accommodate everybody. But I feel like if I did this today, I wouldn't do that. You know, I would just, um, again, you know, partial part of it's like just 2020 hindsight. Um, part of it is the current White House administration that we have that is actively enabling white supremacy. Um, I think all these people should be deplatformed. I'm all for that shit. Um, so actually on that, um, let's talk about what's happening today in 2019, because that's the idea of this uh, podcast, Paradox of Civility. It's revisiting these older shows, uh, and, you know, bringing these conversations back to light under the current, uh, times that we're living in right now with the, you know, most white supremacist, uh, White House administration, uh, that I've ever seen in my lifetime. White supremacy, of course, has dominated, you know, uh, throughout my life, uh, every presidential administration, to a certain extent, even the Obama administration. Let's uh, let's just be honest about that. Um, Ilhan Omar, getting a lot of flack about uh, calling out, you know, America's unwavering, or a lot of politicians' uh, unwavering, uh, basically, loyalty to Israel. Uh, she never said anything anti-Semitic. She never uh, called out the Jewish people. She never even, like, you know, said anything, like, shitty that, like, you know, Israel shouldn't exist or anything like that. She just basically said that, you know, as a representative, I should not pledge, lo ple pledge loyalty to a foreign country. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. But Ilhan Omar also um, of Minnesota, um, she also called out the Obama administration for keeping this sort of warfare going uh, just with a prettier face. So... Uh, this sort of um, imperialistic, American imperialistic project was uh, certainly propped up by the Obama administration. He was just a lot more charming about it than our current uh, cuntbag-in-chief. Did you get that, cuntbag-in-chief? Yeah, try to write that in a New Yorker uh, satire, Andy Borowitz. All right. Wow, why am I raging at Andy Borowitz all of a sudden? Um... Because he sucks, that's why. Um, he's done nothing wrong to anybody, but man, that comedy is ter- Comedy. Um, yeah, Andy Borowitz, or Boringwitz as I call him. Or uh, Andy needs to borrow some wits. You know? Um, 
Andy Barowitz, who created the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he now creates Stale Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S, in the New Yorker magazine. Oh! If anyone out there wants to hire me for a roast of any sort, like, if you want me to just, like, roast, like, a family member, like, just personally, I'll show up or I'll give your family member a call. Or I'll roast a celebrity. I don't give a fuck. You know? Give a fuck, man. Yeah, I'll do whatever. Anyways, sorry, I'm getting off track here. Um, okay, so bringing this all to the present day, on episode four, uh, I talked about Identity Europa. They are a white supremacist neo-Nazi movement, uh, a neo-Nazi group, basically. Uh, they do a lot of uh, recruiting on college campuses, uh, and they try to put a respectable, young, kind of cool, but professional, respectable look to neo-Nazism and white supremacy. So, episode four, I talked about how this group marched through uh, the Washington Heights section of New York City. They marched through Fort Tryon Park, and they dropped a banner uh, saying, stop the invasion and uh, end immigration. Uh, didn't even say illegal immigration, just end immigration. Um, so, very much a white supremacist ideology. They think that they are stemming, you know, basically, uh, the invasion of colored people into the country and that is their mission they're trying to recruit young white people to fight against this uh, supposed invasion um so they have this uh march through the park i talked about it uh, now you would agree hopefully that oh this neo-nazi group marched through a park uh they're the bad guys and the whole country should just say like these guys are fucking assholes they're the bad guys let's run them out not our government uh, ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Again, Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, ICE. Uh, they have been keeping tabs on a series of anti-Trump protests in New York City. Um, the Nation uh, broke this story because they had obtained some documents uh, via a Freedom of Information Act request. And so um, I might be on this list, actually, because after Identity Europa marched to Fort Tryon, um, there was a rally that was called, this is the title, Uptown Standing Together Against Racism and Xenophobia. Uh, it was organized by our congressman, Adriano Espeya. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I'm not trying to be racist and misrepresenting his name, I promise. But he was there, a bunch of other local uh, leaders were there, a lot of people in the community, because it's a big immigrant community. It's a mix of uh, a lot of Latinos, a lot of Orthodox Jewish people, and just other folks. It's a very diverse section of Manhattan. Um, there's a rally that was there. Again, it was not an anti-Trump rally, but it is on a government list now. Um, ICE has it on their list. Uh, it's part of their anti-Trump protest uh, spreadsheet. And... Uh, on the list, it says, please remain vigilant and aware of your surroundings. Again, Immigrant and Customs Enforcement is dealing with rallies, which, again, can we all agree that that would fall under free speech? Um, and um, has nothing to do with immigrants or customs enforcement. Like, you're, you're way out of your fucking league, you, you Gestapo fucking twats. Uh, I'm on the list anyway, so I guess I can say whatever I want, but um, if I go bye-bye, I guess you'll know how that happened. Um, now, funny fact. Not really funny. Um, not even fun. Uh, 
Just a shitty fact. <laughs> uh, Identity Europa, did they end up on this list as a potential threat? Did they end up on a government list? No, they haven't. They were not on a government list. But uh, luckily, there are a lot of citizens who see Identity Europa for the threat that they are, and they're doing their part uh, as our government is actually taking the side of Nazis in 2019. So Unicorn Riot, which is, um, if you don't know, they're an independent, uh, basically collective of journalists and artists who, um, they do a lot of great activism and a lot of great reporting. Um, they basically got hold of and released uh, about seven, 770,000 messages from chat servers associated with Identity Europa, basically, uh, you know, revealing their plans and their agenda. Um, I'll highlight a couple of them. I'll put links for all this stuff. But um, one of them is that they were advocating for Steve King, uh, the Iowa rep who's an open white supremacist. Basically, he came out and said, you know, I don't know why, uh, you know, white supremacy is a bad thing. Um, and then also, so they basically like campaigned on behalf of Steve King. They encouraged their members and other people on the server to donate to Steve King. They made phone calls on behalf of Steve King to keep him in office, um, calling up the GOP leadership to keep Steve King on the committees even after, like once, you know, he was kicked off. And uh, they also basically uh, have this obsession with Tucker Carlson as well. Um, Tucker Carlson puts on a uh, mainstream media journalistic face that validates a lot of these white supremacist talking points. I'll put a Media Matters uh, video down below as well that shows basically the um, the parallels between Tucker Carlson and literally like Nazi media out there right now, very close to each other. Uh, and then I'll post another article about this as well. Um, Identity Europa basically is very cozy with the Republican Party. They've been trying to infiltrate the Republican Party not only in regards to elected office, but even on the college level with Republican clubs and stuff like that. So Identity Europa has been trying to put a respectable face on white supremacy, white nationalism. And um, they get away with it sometimes. Like, you know, if you look at some of the uh, news stories about them, they're very softball bullshit news stories about these young, uh, oh, contra they're raising feathers. They're raising feathers. Is that a saying? I don't know. Um, but anyways, um, I just want to highlight that, and I'll post some articles about it, but it's fucking, um, these people, man. Um, you know, Tyrant Trooper, he says he does a lot of charity work. I asked him about Wade Michael Page again, who shot at that Sikh temple, and uh, he says that that guy's a piece of shit. He doesn't deal with them. Um, but, you know, Tyrant also makes this case that whites are the real oppressed ones. Um, he brings up fake hate crimes. Um, and, you know, I should have brought this up but I didn't, you know, because like it, this is a current sort of phenomenon that we're seeing this all the time. Um, white people calling the cops on black people for nothing whatsoever. So Tyrant basically says that black people are doing like, you know, staging fake hate crimes or people of color are staging fake hate crimes and blaming them on white people. I talked about this uh, last week about the Jesse Smollett or last episode about the Jesse Smollett fake hate crime. Um, but yeah, I mean... That is a part of a long tradition of people doing fake shit, and white people are the winners on that one. Um, how many videos of white people just uh, calling the police on black people in order to intimidate them when they're not doing anything whatsoever? 
So I do want to uh, do want to highlight that that is what's happening with Identity Europa. But apparently, Identity Europa has disbanded. Patrick Casey, the founder, has basically said that um, it is no more. But they are rebranding themselves as something called the I American Identity Movement. So even when these people do get deplatformed. You know, it's just basically like when neo-Nazis get run out of town or whatever, or, you know, we expose them. Um, it's not like they stop being racist. They continue their career under a different alias. Um, basically, yeah, so it's always just good to be mindful of these folks, even when you run them out of town. Even the people like Milo Yiannopoulos, um, there are followers behind them, and these folks are very dedicated to their mission. Um, I'll share another article as well about the Aryan Strike Force uh, and their plot to uh, suicide bomb one of uh, a counter protest at their rally. Uh, they were planning a rally in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and um, you know, basically, um, one of them volunteered to target the, op the opposing counter protest with a suicide bomb. Uh, but yeah, we should be mad at like brown people uh, and the threat of them bombing us. Because um, that stereotype is usually associated with like Arabi brown people. Um, so on this episode of the hate project that you're about to hear, uh, Patrick Wang or Paul, he goes by Paul Patrick Wang. Uh, he's an anti-racist person who trolls uh, white supremacists. He goes on their radio shows and he also trolls a man named Harold, Harold Covington. Uh, may he rest in piss. Um, and I've talked about that on previous episode. He calls in. Um, Tyrant gets mad at him about trolling. Naj Radio, the African-American sports host who often offers uh, great insight about race relations uh, and how it connects to class and history and things like that. Um, he calls in and... Um, me and Naj push back on Tyrant. Puffy is making fun of Tyrant. And then Naj basically, uh, or not, not Naj, sorry. Tyrant gets mad at us. He gets mad at me and Naj for basically, you know, uh, turning on him, even though we're actually disagreeing with him. Naj offers cogent arguments against everything that Tyrant is saying. And Tyrant just plays the victim nearing the end of this. He's like, y'all are turning on me and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. He does that with a Connecticut accent. I revert to the Southern accent. Oh, that's problematic of me. I'm stereotyping now. Anyways, um, so, um, anyways, Naj and I both try to placate, try to accommodate Tyrant several times. You'll hear it nearing the end, like, where we're just like, we're not turning on you. We're not turning on you. We respect, you know, and I try, hey, I respect, you know, thank you for calling in. I respect this. Anyways, Nobody's turning on him. Nobody's being reverse racist towards him, but he just plays the victim when he can't explain or actually, you know, when he sort of like sees the holes being poked through his hateful ideology. So basically, uh, you know, he plays the victim card all of a sudden. Let me uh, share a story that, um, yeah, in the last couple of weeks, uh, the ex, the former Maine governor, Governor of Maine, Paul LePage, uh, so there's been a movement about eliminating the Electoral College since the 2016 election for good reason. Uh, you know, basically, and that's that's reached Maine, where basically, the you know, the state would just go to whoever won the popular vote. Uh, Paula Page claims that if you get rid of the Electoral College, you know, it would basically thwart the voice of white people. He says white people will not have anything to say. So a lot of this hateful ideology is pretty obvious. I mean, you know, um, uh you know, it's this anxiety that white people feel about being a minority, even though I, you know, I've talked about this on the hate project and in previous episodes of this, 
not really anything like white people at all like and and actually in this episode tyrant brings up this white pride worldwide day and um you know i try to basically talk about like well we have like the saint patrick's day parade blah blah you know what is white culture all that stuff and i try to question that uh with him um you know what does it mean to be white and who's included in the white group even though um you know several folks within that group have not been considered white um so you know um a former governor uh republican of course uh basically openly uh has been voicing this anxiety of white genocide they're coming to get the white people so um anyways uh Enjoy this episode, um, and I will talk to you later. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, I am your host for the evening. Um, the regular host is out tonight. I am your guest host. I am Saint Abel. Um, and let me explain. So Saint Abel, um, you, we had Saint Patrick's Day yesterday. All right. Happy Saint Patrick's Day to everybody. Now, everyone loves St. Patrick. He's associated with the Irish, and everybody loves the Irish, and it's a fun day where everyone drinks. So St. Patrick is basically associated with the Irish and drinking. Um, I don't know if St. Patrick himself hates the Irish and he wants to propagate these stereotypes, but whatever. Um, I am St. Abel. I am most associated with Hungarian opium. So that's what people do today on my day, which is St. Abel Day. So if you guys have any opium around, um, smoke some up for me. I've been trying to get a, uh, a a parade going, but it's really impossible. I mean, oh boy, I go to the St. Patrick's Day parade, and uh, you know, I, I look at it, and I'm like, wow, this is a lot of fun. But uh, try and getting some uh, opium smokers to go walk. You know, I'm like, hey, let's let's celebrate our heritage. No, I just want to. I feel like a teddy bear right now. I think I'm turning into a teddy bear, and I'm just gonna lay here. So I'm still working on that, guys. Yes, indeedy. Anyways, uh, let's see what we got to talk about here. All right. If, oh, uh, yeah. So the number here, you can call in at any time during the show. Uh, the number here is seven two four 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 seven four four four. Uh, feel free to call in, chat. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some stuff here. Uh, what's been on my mind a little bit has been the uh, Stubbenfell, Stubben, Steubenville, I'm never, I'm never going to pronounce this fucking name right, Steubenville, Ohio uh, rape case where the two high school football players, they were found guilty on Sunday um, of raping a 16-year-old girl at a party. Um, and that was basically a situation where she was passed out, they had sex with her, um, and then they passed her around to different parties, and then like other people were um, were basically probably doing things as well, you know. And um, so basically, hi nurse, uh, you're asking what's with all the guests. Um, well, I'm I'm happy to have anybody here. We have little Malachi. Any of the guests you can call in. You don't have to like have a face uh, Facebook. A uh, TalkShoe account, you can just uh, call that number from your phone. Uh, use a calling card if you want to. Um, and so, um, basically, um, a little bit of a controversy after this uh, verdict got handed down was that a lot of people, including CNN, were talking about how these, these boys, their lives are ruined. These boys' lives are ruined. You know, not, not understanding 
that this girl who was raped, her life is kind of fucking ruined. You know, and I, I just, I, I, this is what's on my mind about this particular case. So these are 16-year-old boys. I do think that they deserve to go to jail. I know that there are a lot of people who are sort of like, oh, they're 16, you know, sh- this is harsh. No. Okay, you're not, a, you're not a legal adult, but you are at that age where you know better, and you need to be punished. There, there needs to be consequences for these things. So, um, and so basically what's interesting to me is that Everyone's like hung up on the wrong things. They're hung up on, you know, um, they're hung up on like, oh, well, the girl was drinking too, and that was breaking the rule, you know. And um, and then also like a lot of people are saying like, oh, well, their lives are when they're 16 years old. I get it. I don't want to see any 16 year old go to jail personally, but they raped somebody. So I mean, and I'm sure a lot of you in this room here, the way this fucking dumb show has been going. I'm sure a lot of you are sad about the white kid going to jail and happy about the black kid going to jail. But um, anyways, so my, my thing about this is that, and I've just been dwelling on this today, just reading a little bit. <sighs> this is a problem with the entire community. It's not just these two kids. What's kind of sad is that while I'm not going to paint these 16-year-old boys as victims, they deserve to serve their time fully. And, you know, nurse, I agree with you. They're scumbags and should rot. Um, I think every fucking grown-up in that town should set themselves on fire. Everyone in that goddamn town should be ashamed of themselves. Because they basically placed this status, this football, uh, that was more important than human beings. And they basically raised these boys in an environment where they were not allowed to be human beings. They took their humanity away from these boys. And then these boys, in turn, took this young girl's humanity away from her. Does anyone understand what I'm saying? Um, you know, if you want to argue with me on this one, call up. But um, they basically, um, it was a culture of you're more important than other people. Oh, you're a football hero. You're better than other people, so you can do whatever you want. And when you do that, on the surface, it sounds like, okay, fine, you know, you're getting all these spoils. But in a lot of ways you're actually dehumanizing those guys too because you're making them into objects. They're just status symbols. And so you take away their sort of humanity, their consciousness. They don't have a fucking consciousness, and so they do whatever they want to other fucking people. And so they take away their humanity. Does that make sense? Anyone? I mean, and it's, it, was a whole, it was a whole... I don't know if you guys are following it this past year... There was a lot of covering up. There was a lot of denial. All this, all this shit. All this shit, man. And so, um, basically, it's a tragedy all around. This is basically like where three children, three kids, were, um, were basically dehumanized. They were never allowed to grow up into being a fully-fledged human being. And while that's not an excuse for anyone, I think two of those kids need to go to jail. That's just the way it is. And we need, as a society, to have these consequences, because I'm kind of tired of, of uh, you know, a, a kid getting caught with some pot doing longer prison terms than a rapist. I'm having a fucking problem with that, and that's, another, that's a whole other episode. And so... Um, and they're um, they're being they're going to be held for at least one year and made for at least two years. 
<sighs> this is ridiculous. Um, that's not even enough time, but that's not even enough time. Jeez, come on, man. So this is like, but it's an entire culture that created this. It's not just these, these boys are human beings. This young girl's a human being. And um, it's an entire culture, though, that created this. And the same thing happened at Penn State with Jerry Sandusky when he was raping little boys. This entire culture has created this. Like after Joseph Paterno got fired because of that, the Penn State kids rioted about his firing because their fucking status in the college championships was more important than these little boys who got uh, fucked up the ass against their will, by the way. Well, it's always against their will. So, what? Like these, we we point to these individuals, but like there's a there's a sort of toxicness happening. I can guess how some of you people are going to blame them. I'm missing a lot of your chat, guys. I, I apologize, guys. Um, uh, I'm just going to start uh, kind of addressing some of this stuff here. Um, so guest number 14 is saying, how can it be rape if they only fingered her? Is that true? I don't think that's actually true, first of all. And second of all, um, rape is an invasion of somebody's... Uh, wow, how do I put this uh, fucking politely, vagina or asshole against their will. You can rape somebody with a beer bottle. doesn't matter. It's not a sexual crime. This is the other thing that pisses me off. It's not a sexual crime. <laughs> uh, it's a violent crime. It's a crime that basically is dehumanizing and degrading in the most basic way. Um, in the most extreme way, I should say. So, um, so that addresses that. So, it, it, it's, it's, it's silly that... Uh, to, to say that, oh, they only fingered her, this, this girl was passed out and passed around. No consent was given. That's just like saying, oh, it wasn't rape because my penis is small. That's stupid. Come on. All right. Um, guess number 15. Let's see what we got here. You were writing something here. Please don't use the F word. It's not appropriate. This is actually a, a free speech. Without threatening, there are no threats on my show, ever. Uh, no threats or intimidation tactics. If you disagree with someone... Just disagree with them. Don't don't mention weapons and shit, and don't say things like that. We've had some problems in the past. But other than that, though, I'm going to use the word fuck occasionally here and there, and we're going to use some bad language here because uh, because uh, you know that's uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah. So if you have sensitive ears, too bad. So uh, quite a lively chat here. I love this. So um, this is a good question. Um, guess number 15, you're writing, Sandusky's a white man, white power. Should I stereotype all white men as child molesters and pedophiles? And you're saying, of course not. Then, nurse, why do you and your friends stereotype non-whites based on individual non-white crimes? That's a great question, actually. Guess number 14, you are writing, sexual assault is not rape. Rape is penal penetration. That, again, you can rape somebody with an object, for fuck's sake. Well, there's penetration in her vagina area if they fingered her, or her rectal area if they fingered her. All right, you know, look up the definition and maybe talk to, uh, talk to some doctors about this. Talk to some police officers about this one. Talk to a criminologist about this. It is great to see so many people out there. But um, this is what I'm just feeling right now, and I'm repeating myself now. 
yes, these two boys need to go to jail. I, I think that the entire city just needs to be just fucking jailed. And that's how I feel about that. And I feel... Uh, this sense of entitlement that people have where, like, I'm the king... I get to do whatever I want, is, is dehumanizing to the person who wins the spoils just as much as their victim. Not as much, actually. Their victim has it worse than they do. Don't get me wrong. And so, um, I also want to talk about this here, because y'all motherfuckers ain't calling in. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, I, I look at this, you know, you can't, you can't look at a, a situation like this or any rape case without thinking about the gender issue. Um, so I, I just want to read this here. I, I, was, I just found the story a little bit before I got on the air here. Um, two teenage girls. Okay, so, you know, I'll, I'll start first. You know, when you look at gender, you look at, like, this is a case of, like, often the fact that, like, somebody got raped and we're siding with the football players and even CNN, the most mainstream fucking news source, uh, you know, it's sort of like, oh, well, these boys' lives are ruined. And, um, you know, you look at that and you see, like, wow, that's that's an example of male privilege and how how we favor men often. Like, we sort of, like, the society, there is, that is almost like a concrete example of male privilege, where it's a rape case, and, and we're like, oh, but what about how the boys feel? What about their, their fun? Okay, so I see that when I when I look at the story. Uh, but here I read the story uh, today. So basically, two teenage girls were arrested in Ohio on Monday and accused of using using social media to threaten the victim, the rape victim, in this rape trial. A 16-year-old girl is charged with aggravated menacing after using Twitter to threaten the life of the victim. A 15-year-old girl is charged with one count of menacing after making a threat on Facebook. So these two teenage girls are taking the side of these two fucking football players. If somebody can uh, help me on this, because that, that pisses me off just as much, and fuck them. Um, and fuck them. Seriously, fuck these two teenage girls too. Not, not really, but um, let's see. Let me see what right here. Guess number 14, I will shove the star, pick it up your ass, and tell me it's not rape. So guess number 6, uh, 15's right here. There's no threats here. Um, so guess number 6, please just explain what you're saying. Don't, don't put it in a threatening... I don't think you meant it as a threat, though. I think you're making a point, but it's all right. Um, and this is a safe zone to talk about unsafe things. So what I... I I'm a guy. I'm a guy, so... Um, I'm curious as to if there are any, you know, it can be nurse, it can be anybody here who are women in my show right now. If, if, if I could, like, learn a little bit about what would bring these two teenage girls to ally themselves with these football players, not just ally themselves, not just, like, sort of, uh, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know, I'm kind of like these guys. They're actually threatening this other female rape victim. That's a little fucking weird to me. Is this just yet another, like, product of this horrible town? Is, it, is that it? I don't know. 
Is that just like is it, is it just like this town? There's the culture of the town, and everyone's just on on the ball there. Are they trying to fucking um? So you guys are saying dumb bitches. It's a victim blaming. I get that it's victim blaming, but why is it happening? It would be like if um, a white supremacist like killed a black person or killed an immigrant, and some black people were like, "Oh well, I'm going to threaten the black family." to protect this white nationalist. Why would that happen? Okay, see, I'm... Di- okay, guess number five, you were writing, it's victim blaming because it's in our culture. I'm trying to figure out why and how and, you know, how we could stop it. You know what I mean? Let's see what we got here. All right, so guess number 14, you weren't threatening him. Okay. And, uh, oh, somebody wrote this. I- I'm sorry I missed this earlier. Guess number five, you wrote... Tracy Lords was raised in Steubenville. When she was 10 years old, she was raped. Her mother is also a rape survivor. This is crazy. This, that's fucking nuts. I, let, let me phrase this question in a different way. What do these teenage girls who are threatening the rape victim have to gain from, from doing this? I, I can kind of understand the idea of like a lack of education, like you're saying, guest number five. Um, what, but like, what would they gain, or like, what do they think they're gaining? In nurse, you're writing that there's no rational thinking there, and I understand what you're saying. There is, it's not a rational thought, but even people who are irrational are trying to get something. They're trying to gain something. It's, it's, it, it could be something material, like money or whatever. It could be sex. Um, it could be something just also just psychological, like peace of mind, um, a, a sort of sense of feeling self-worth. That's what I'm trying to figure out. And this is, uh, this is what I want to talk about. I want to dig deeper than just it's they're being dumb. We know that. We know that already. You know what I mean? So, uh, guess number 15, you're writing, they may gain support from the football supporters or from a certain faction. They may think that by doing this, they can be part of the in crowd. Okay. Hmm. And nurse, you are writing, us talking about them. Why even bother giving them any type of attention? Don't waste your breath. Well, nurse... this is a this is what I was trying to say earlier was that there's a wider culture around just these two boys, and as guest number five pointed out earlier, Tracy Lords was how many years ago was that? How old is Tracy Lords now? That was decades ago, and her mother was a rape survivor. What is it about this town? And honestly, like you want to give that, that's silly. So then, like, why give anything attention then? That's negative. It's not because I endorse these people. I want to explore why they're doing this. This is a problem too. It's sort of like, well, let's just think, let's just you know ignore it, and you know things will be better. No, you gotta you gotta just fucking address these things a little bit too. It's the same reason I give any of you people any fucking voice on my show. You think I like hearing a lot of what you all have to say? <laughs> Hello, guest number five. Are you there? Hello, I am here. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing, uh, host? I'm well. I'm a little tired. 
I don't know. I'm a little like uh, disappointed. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, what's on? Have you been listening? To... Huh? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I have been listening since the beginning. So what are what are some of your thoughts? What, what's going on with you? Oh, uh, I I uh, I just get frustrated with people. Okay, and for what? If you could. Oh, you... just some the people who are just uh, kind of maintaining the whole rape culture type of just victim right. blaming and just as you're saying before, people who uh, blame people who don't have a lot of power. Right. 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 Um, they 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 aim their targets downward. Um, I I just I'm still like I I don't know if you heard me already. Um, I don't know if you heard me talking about the teenage girls who were actually making threats towards the rape victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to figure that out. Like, what is that? Like, what what is a... Uh, um, uh, sir, I, I kind of... Your voice does sound familiar. Um, you called Joe before, right? I have called before, yes. Okay, good. I think I know. I think I know who you are. Um, so, um, I'm still trying to figure, like, to go, to, I, I can kind of understand like the peer pressure and um, and all that stuff. Um, but what like what drives somebody to like actually threaten a victim? It's sort of like you know, um, again, like if a if a black person was attacked by a white supremacist group, you wouldn't have black people fucking um, being like, all right, well we're gonna threaten the victim's family. Right. Thank you. Oh yes, please. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. So, um, guess number fourteen is writing. Uh, please take the boy penis out of your mouth before calling in. Um, do you have a boy hmm. penis? Not, not, not today. Not right now. Okay, you took it out already. Then I guess I, I didn't have a. I didn't have one in today. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, well what? What's great about this show is that whenever someone disagrees with you, they call you names. Yeah. Like faggot, nigger lover, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, anyways, well, it's uh, their way of tr- trying to connect, I guess. So, what are your thoughts on these two teenage girls? Like, they're they're of. They like these two teenage girls who have like more of an alliance with the victim than with these fucking football players. Like, like what? What do you think about that? I think it's incredibly depressing. Um, I I'd heard that people were threatening the victim, but I for some reason I didn't know their gender, and I assumed that they were male as well. So just today yeah. on the show, when you said that they were female, I, that surprised me. I'm sure I'm sure males have been threatening her, but like yeah. it's like yeah. Is is it brainwashing? Is it like what is that? I mean, like, and and also like, here's this is something that like I would say as well. And I mean, I I, I imagine a lot of my friends on the left would have me would not like this, but these two teenage girls are pieces of shit, and they need to take responsibility for their actions too. Yeah, absolutely. But like, so many people would be like, oh well, you know, um, uh, you know, they're brainwashed, and I'm like, okay, that's fine, but like, like. No, it's not enough anymore. And I just, uh, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's exhausting, even just, try, I mean, trying to figure it out. Sure, yeah, it is. 
Um, so basically, let's see. I guess number 14 is saying uh, all of my friends are lefties. This show has been weird. I've been accused of being – because I let people uh, on the show and I let them speak their piece, I've been accused of being a member of a, of a white nationalist group. And I've been accused of being a Fed. Oh, I hope not. Oh, I'm neither of those things. <laughs> I'm accused of being a lefty now. So, like, it's just like when you're inconvenienced, you got to accuse me of shit. And uh, HP and all of his friends are all Marxist clones. Hmm. Not really. Why don't these people call in? Like, I see that people are, you know, writing in the... Yes. Uh, Online, but it'd be nice if someone else would call in. Yeah. Well, guest number 14, um, uh, if you want to call in again... I'll and take... guest 10, um, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, don't fuck this fucking road again. So guest number 10 is writing, official records prove the Holocaust was a fraud. That's funny because I'm missing some family members. Maybe they can explain that. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, guest 15, why don't you call in? Yeah, I mean, would you... Yeah, exactly. I'm just I'm looking at this this uh, image here. Hold on a second. Um, and guess six. Um, really n- no, we just because we do agree doesn't mean that we're necessarily friends or that the host told me to agree. Yeah. How would I do that? And why don't you call in? Yeah, you can call in guest number six. Dude, like, I mean, like the thing is, I like you can just call in. I'm not going to see your name or anything like that. Um, you can um, you can call in uh, on Skype, or you can call in on your phone even. And if you call in on your phone, it will just sort of say like the the city that you got your phone registered in. So that's it, though. Um, so call in. Why? What, what? I'm talking like a hippie. See, you guys have made me like start to like talk too laid back, like a hippie. Your accusations have made me lefty now. Hey, man, just call in. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, guest number 15 is writing. I can call in guest five, but I'm going to be saying the same thing. Yeah, this guy, I know this guy who's, he's he's a good dude. He's an anti-racist, and uh, he's told the host his story already. That's true. Um, so anyways, uh, guest number five, uh, do you ever, like, have impulses of, of hate? And it doesn't feel like racial or, you know. I- well, I'm feeling very angry right now just reading the uh, the comments. Yeah. Because it's just um, people who are just being mean, pretty much. This is the thing. I mean, and this is like why I've been thinking a lot about this show and I might be mutating the show to something else. Because these things just go into, they just go in circles. I was asking guest number 18 about his job. And literally, yeah. he just leaps to the Jew bankers. It's Mel Gibson, I thought, was guest 18. Does it, that, that's him? Oh, wow. Mel Gibson. Look, I was a fan of Lethal Weapon when I was a kid, sir. But what what has happened to you? I liked Gallipoli. Huh? I liked Gallipoli. That was back in the day, one of his earlier films. Oh, anyway. yeah. He used to do, like, art film with Peter Weir. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ugh. So you interesting interesting stuff. Living Dangerously? <laughs> yeah. Then douchebag had to like go like all like anti-Semitic. 
ridiculous. And um, Mark Twain. Oh, boy. Eh, whatever. Let's see. Uh, 1488, I'm a little disappointed tonight. HP reading and listening. I don't usually do that. You don't... I'm unclear what your comment is. You're reading and listening? Look, nurse, I'm going to ask you this. That that fucking show that you do, um, is, is that like... Or is every single episode a winner? Come on. This it's like every episode has a different flavor. Sometimes it's a little bit more mellow. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes <laughs> some nice times on the hate project. Um, what are you reading, nurse? What was your show? You you used to do a show there, or did you just used to call in on that show? Was that never your show? whatever okay um so yeah i mean i i i see um i see that like you know uh, you're talking about uh i mean have you have you ever um have you have you ever like sort of felt prejudice or felt like an outcast like an outlier like uh have you have, have people made you feel smaller about yourself in your life oh yeah all the time that's what living on this planet does it's people that's are good. made to conform and then if you don't fit a certain this kind of made-up idea of what you should be, then people will put you down. Yeah. Like, when, whenever you felt that, has it been based on race, gender, uh, sexual orientation? Mm, gender and sexual orientation, I would say more than uh, race. Okay. Gender and sexual orientation. Um, and it's it's basically like, you know... Um, are you, are you, can I, I mean, if, if don't answer anything you don't want to, you know, you don't want to answer, but um, are you, you know, are you gay? Are you straight? What, what, what's, um, um, I'm, I'm pansexual, so I'm pretty much open pans- and I don't necessarily see uh, gender as being binary. So I'm attracted to people's energy regardless of their gender or gender identity. W- would it be fair to call you bisexual then? Uh, I guess it's, uh, you could. But okay. I guess that's like the closest thing. Yeah. I'm just asking. I mean, I'm just um so um when you say you don't see gender, um somebody's asking that in in the chat. Um like I I guess do you mind explaining that a little bit because some people just don't understand. They I think they like literally think that you don't see like the like boobs and penises. Oh. No, I mean just in terms of how I connect with another human being, it's more on a spiritual level than based on their body. So it right. transcends what their body looks like. Right, I see. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll sort of, um, I'll talk about this. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm straight. Um, I've never felt an attraction. I, I guess we're all different. Um, and, and our sexuality is going to be different from person to person. I think for me though, like I can't, I, there are a lot of men in my life that I really like. And, um, but I can never see myself being attracted to another man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and, you know, every, every day, every gay, every guy probably like at some point, because, you know, we have imaginations. It's like, Oh, well, what would that be like to, to be with another dude? 
And then, like, you know, you know, and then it's like, oh, that's unappealing to me. <laughs> that's really unappealing. I don't like that at all. And then, um, but you don't, you don't have that, right? It's, it's basically like, you, you could be, if, if you liked a guy, mm-hmm. uh, like, um, you could see yourself actually being romantically involved with that guy. Yeah, and I have been in my life. Right. Well, I mean, have you ever had a situation where basically, um, uh, like a situation where, you know, you were attracted to a guy and they weren't attracted back to you? Um, yeah, totally. Um, right. I've also had situations where they were attracted to me and it still wasn't easy. So, And then there have also been healthy relationships so where people were comfortable with themselves and right. uh, I'll leave it at that. But right. there's a... Uh, there have been quite a few times when people, when there was some, there was tension definitely going on between us. And since I um, was the one who was more out, perhaps, or maybe more secure with my sexuality, the mm-hmm. other person was a little bit mean and uh, would be one way one day, and then the next day they would deny what they had said or did, uh, which could be very frustrating. So the nurse here, um, and the nurse, I want to point this out to you. This is why I question. When you sit there and say, "Well, I'm not, I'm not hateful towards anyone. I'm just about being loving my own race," this is why I question you on this. I mean, you join the Holocaust deniers all the time, and you're writing these things. You say, "Oh, we have a penis and a vagina for a reason," and you're saying sausage smuggling is not a matter of being comfortable with yourself. WTF? You're directing, I guess. Wow. You're... So like, sausage smuggling. Sausage smuggling. Hmm. That's still more like, we all get, like, the fucking double entendre. We all get the double entendre. What a horrible double entendre. I, mm-hmm. If the sausage, if the sausage is, a, is a penis, it's implying penis smuggling? Like, is it like you smuggle yeah. penises? Like, all right, it's always it's, consensual. It's always consensual when I smuggle. <laughs> yeah. But you're, 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 in all fairness, uh, guess number five, you go to uh, another country like Mexico. Uh-huh. You let somebody have sex with you, and you smuggle their penis as well as their whole body back into the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, freaks out a lot of people. So, like, when you when you're at the border patrol and stuff like that, is that a little weird? Where you're like, oh, we're Siamese twins. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh no, we're Siamese twins. You're different races, uh, different fathers came in us at the same time. I don't know, came in our moms at the same time. I think that'd be a funny sketch. Guys, see, look at this. Look, look at, like, look at what your hatred has done. It's, it's created comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the nurse 1488 is writing, it's nasty. Well, why have you tried care? it? And what yeah, is why nasty exactly? Give a shit. Yeah, you shouldn't care. Like, if, if it brings pleasure to two people, mm-hmm. so long as they're consensual, why do you care? Right. Ewing Louise, Ewing Louise has called into the show before, and he has a boyfriend named Tito, right? And um, he makes hats. So this guy, Ewing, if you want to call in, feel free to. Um, but anyways, um, but yeah, nurse, like, why do you, I wish you would call in, but, but anyways, this is, this is sort of why I don't, a lot of these guys, um, 
Nurse, you're writing, why am I getting shit? Because I, I don't like to see two dudes together. You're not getting shit because of that. You're not getting shit because of that at all. You're getting shit because you had such a severe reaction to guest number five. Yeah. And, and so that's why. You're, you're being incredibly judgmental. That's why I'm asking. And so like, when, whenever I hear comments like that on the show, as I've advertised a million times about this fucking show, it's about learning why you feel the way you feel. So I'm going to call you on it. That's all. No one's giving you shit. You, you, well, why are you giving other people shit for being yeah, together? I'm not commenting on the nurses, whatever the nurse does. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah nobody's giving you shit for being straight. If they are straight. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but like... But anyways, um, it, it's always like... Do you find... There was a documentary a long time ago... Um, it was about gay bashing, basically. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it came out... It was like an independent film. It came out in the 90s. And it kind of turned out that a lot of the gay bashers themselves were gay. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's um, that's usually the norm? Like, because, Yeah. Because like for I me, like, as, as a straight man, like I don't give a shit. And most straight guys really don't give a fuck. Right. right. Um, and so, like, it's... Is it like these gay men who like they're trying to like get the gay out by killing another gay person? Yeah, or the idea that someone else can do it, or they've been taught their entire lives that for some reason it's wrong, and therefore yeah. if someone else does it, it's people might think, oh wow, I, I kind of want to do that, but I've been told it's wrong, so then they have to end up attacking people who are actually okay with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that's really fascinating. Um. Like, human beings are so strange. This is the only species that kills each other for reasons other than self-defense and self and um, food, basically. Mm-hmm. We kill each other. It's very weird. I don't understand this planet. I don't understand humans. We, it's like, you should not care. There's no reason to kill anybody. And I'll even say it's like, except for self-defense, even. Like, except for self-defense. Like, that's the only time. And it's, it's just, it's like, I'm always, like, trying to figure out why, oh, everyone's bored. Oh. Um, guess number six is writing cats kill animals for no reason. It's not, it's, they, they're doing it for food, aren't they? They do as an offering, too, when they kill birds. Yeah. We'll bring it back to the house. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, um, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, so, um, sorry about that, guess five. So, uh, what was I going to talk about? I want to ask you something else here. Um, what are what are some solutions? I mean, can people tell that you're, that you're, like, not straight? Or, I mean, is that obvious to people? Or are you very open about that? Um, I'm pretty open, and it really depends on what, I mean, most people don't even, I don't know, I see, I've met so many people in my life, and I've had so many different experiences, as opposed to what, I don't know what someone thinks I am unless they say something. Who am I to have no way of knowing what someone thinks of me? Well, I guess what I'm I'm asking is, like, um, it's something that uh, this guy Patrick Wang called in about, guest number 15 here. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about like how it, it's it's a little bit of a, a dark cloud that you can be killed just for who you are, how you were born. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so fucking weird. 
And I guess like I'm trying to like figure this out, and it's hard because when people don't really want to have a real conversation about it, it's very hard um, right. when people when people just don't like when it's like, well, it's every time you say something that they disagree with, it's like, um, you know, oh well, you you've been indoctrinated by the Jews, and it's like that's your go-to every time, really. It's crazy. It's ridiculous, man. I don't know. Well, guess number five. Uh, are there any people in your life, just on an individual level, but level that drive you up the wall? Um, thankfully, not. I just try to avoid those people, and I just try to have people that I enjoy uh, in my life. So if someone right. is causing me grief, I tend to uh, not be around them. Right. Right, right, right. That's good. That's good. It's hard. Do you ever, I mean, do you get along with your family and stuff like that? Um, here and there, it depends. We have our, I think every family has its uh, sure. complications. Uh, could right. be, you know, could be better, could be worse. But uh, I have some good, there's some people in my family I um, feel pretty close to. Right, right, right. Cool, man. Oh, little Malachi left the chat. Oh, he logged back in. That's great. Um, looks like uh, a lot of people... Um, guest number six is writing, how does guest number five get on with his dad? You have a good relationship with your dad? Um, it's okay. It wasn't... Uh, he used to be closer when I was younger, certainly. Um, right. Kind of comes and goes. Okay. I could make this a therapy session, but uh, probably not the best place for it. What's that? This could become a therapy session, but it's probably not the best place for that. No, that's okay, man. We're just we're just talking, guys. I am sorry. I'm very low energy tonight. Oh, guess number fourteen talked his shit and he left. He could have called in. Loser. Um. But yeah, uh, sounds good. Let's see what we got here. All right. So, folks, does anybody want to call in? Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Guess number five. You want to hang on for a bit? Sure. Okay. And why is this not unmuting? Why is this not unmuting? Little Malachi, are you there? Hello. Hello, little Malachi. Hello. Yeah. How's it going? Hello? Hello? I hear you one, two things. You hear me one, two, three? I want to talk about my grandfather. You want to talk about your grandfather? Okay, what do you you have to say about your grandfather? I think you talked to him. His name oh. is Martin Lindstedt. <laughs> I think this is a prank caller. Okay, yes, I call. I talked to Martin Lindstedt uh, Christmas Eve last year, yes. So what's going on? My name is Maliki, and he put me in foster care because he... He, 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 he,
Oh, so those so those allegations were true. Yes, I'm I'm in the day room, so nobody could hear me. It's true. He did it. <laughs> right. How old are you now, little Malachi? Thirteen. <laughs> and I heard that you talked to him on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that was. Uh, I I was not a big fan. That was a terrifying conversation. No, I mean he did it. He did it. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for calling, but he did it. Oh yeah, you know, there's there's no trouble here. Um, his his friends, his friends, his friends, his friends. Does he have any friends? He didn't sound like he had any friends. Like I think, like he didn't. I think most people. He has uh, friends, and they're gonna keep me in here. I want to see my mother. Okay. I want to see my sisters. Hmm. But he's gonna lick my pee again. Well, then you should stay away from that situation. I'm sorry. But I want to see my dog. I want to see Mama. <laughs> they told me you could help me. They told they told me what? You could help me. How can I help you? Because you could talk to Grandpa Della to stop. Oh, I, I I'm I'm probably not gonna. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk to that guy again. I'm, I, I, if he calls in, it's fine, but I'm not going to... Uh... I don't want to be a foster kid. Okay. I don't want to be a foster kid. You know, uh, you, you sound like you've... Like, you sound like you're, like, 45. You you sound like this this whole experience has aged you. Well, you get your penis licked by your grandpa and see if it ages you. <laughs> you get your asshole licked by your grandpa and see if it ages you. Okay. Um, and then you get taken away from your mommy. And you don't see your sisters or nothing. And you spend Christmas in the foster home and grandpa's talking to you. So, uh, like, what, what would you want me to do? You really want me to contact somebody? Like, who, who do you want me to contact? State, state of Missouri. State of Missouri. Okay. Department of Children's Welfare. Okay. Okay. Blinstead okay. case. Okay. My name is Malachi. Okay. It's not Linstead. It's F F A U S N A U S S A U S S A N Salson? No, no. Malachi. 
F Yes, yes. And tell them that I want to come home. I want to come home for Easter. Okay. Please help me. Please help me. All right. Yeah, I'll call. But he licked my ass. He did. He licked my asshole. And he he licked my pee-pee. And he wanted me to put it more in his mouth. But I said, Grampy, no, I make pee-pee from there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, uh, I will. Uh, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Okay, I got. I got to let you go now. Oh boy, that was not even. Uh, that was depressing. Yes. I, I like. The, I like the pranks on here, but that was just like depressing. Not that funny. I don't know. Did you laugh, guest number five? I don't know. I don't want to take that no, away. No, I, I. I did not laugh. Okay. Not the prefix. That's, that's me. Hey man, yeah. Uh, well, you and the nurse agree on something, at least. Wow, look at the love here on the Hate Project. Oh boy. Okay. Well, um, I covered the uh, Steubenville, uh, uh Ohio case. Does anyone else? Uh, does anyone else have anything to talk about here? Um, this might be a shooter. This might be a, a smaller story here. Um, let's see what we got here. The Kamani Gray uh, situation. In, in uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Been following that? Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got here. Um, wait, that was Ewing Lewis? Oh, I, yeah. Mixing up his characters here. And so uh, there's a lot of conflicting accounts here. There was uh, he was unarmed though, right? Yeah, that's what the witness said. Yeah. And so basically, um, and they say that a loaded thirty-eight caliber revolver was found at the scene, but nobody, but nobody seems to know where that belongs. Right. Oh. And, uh, jeez, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little troubling. A little, uh, this whole, like, just shooting first and acting, you know, and I'm still unclear as to, like, what their motives were in shooting this. Um, you know, we could speculate, obviously, but, um, this young kid. And, of course, I'm hearing dumb things in the chat. It's crazy. The Greek. What is the Greek? Hold on a second. Sorry. Let's see what we got here. I always like... I'm, I'm, this is... Uh, so there's evidently like some sort of like white power thing going on. This guy gave a Nazi salute to a soccer player in Greece. And... Um, 
But then basically, let's see what he says. He says that um, he claimed on his Twitter account that he detests fascism, but there has been a growing like white nationalist movement in Greece, which is um, a little like I guess you know like when these things flourish whenever um, I guess these things flourish a little bit whenever. Um, First one was a bad economy. Just disenfranchised. Huh? Finding scapegoats. Yeah. And then also, I would imagine uh, immigration, especially uh, just with everything that's going on in the Middle East, in particular, like in Syria. Yeah. Uh, with people, you know, needing to run for their lives and find new places to live, and then how to deal with an influx. Of uh, immigrants, right, right. Or that would uh, might frighten some people, right. But it's always uh, it just happens every time. I mean, it happened in Germany basically too. Uh, you know, during this between the first and second world war, basically. Um, it's just it's always these guys always come out like people. The vultures always come out. And uh, whenever whenever people are at their lowest point, and I guess I'm just trying to figure out why does a human being do that? I and I guess there's are, no... Huh? I think people are pitted against each other by the folks at the top. We're we meant to, if we fight with each other, then we don't uh, realize who's actually pulling the strings. Right. Right. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So nurse, you're into this guy, but he he says on his Twitter account that he detests fascism. What do you say about that, huh? I don't know. It's weird. Okay, well, let's see what we got here. I'm just sort of a... I'm reading this. Uh, sorry, guys. This show's a little bit too mellow tonight. I haven't been following this case very much, so... Um, and there's still no... Um, the Kamani Gray case uh, in Brooklyn, New York. Let's see. Um... Gray had been arrested four times, including one for larceny. And um, okay, well, okay. And so, all uh, the brown hair, brown hair, brown eyes with tats. So we have new people. Um, guys, it's a little bit of a mellow show here. Um, 
but call in everyone who uh, everyone who uh, basically just uh, jumped in tonight. Uh, let's see, what we got here: Tyrant Trooper, White Rider. Feel free to call in. Call in uh, if there's anything um, on your mind tonight. Call in. Oh my gosh. All right. So I guess number five, you got anything else on your mind right now? No, not really. I mean, I do, but nothing worth uh, really chatting about uh, on the air. Okay. Is there anything like eating away at you or like you want to get off your chest? Mm. Uh, I just get... No pressure. Uh, eh, I, just, I feel sad when... Uh, yeah, people say mean things. It's... uh. In the end, it just doesn't really help anybody. Right. I hear you. And uh, people sort of see this meanness as a point of pride for some reason. Um, although, like, I don't know. I mean, I I, um, I have a little bit of a problem with people. <sighs> when I, whenever it's in the context of art, I don't mind sort of mean, angry, crazy stuff. But I just sort of notice that people are going after like artists often and comedians who address these things for some reason. Um, like we're just sort of mean to each other in our daily lives. I don't know. Um, let's see. I'm going to take this other call. Uh, guest number five, you're welcome to stay on. Uh, if you need to run, I understand as well. Um, hold on one second. All right, uh, caller, Ewing Louise, are you on the air? Hello? Hey, are you, hey, you there? Hey, yo, what's up? How you How's it doing? going? Oh, it's uh, going you... good, you know. I heard you talking about Brooklyn, and you know me and Tito, we live up here. And yo, it's crazy, crazy. Are you near, are you near the riots? Now, we, we could walk to them, you know, if we want to, but why we want to go down there, you know, they, as long as they don't come over here, we got no problem with them. But, yo, it's just a black guy. He already was in trouble like two, three times already, and he's only 16. But he was, uh, what they said was that it was like a lot of like hijinks, like the same thing that like a suburban kid would be in trouble for, like joyriding and shit like that. No, 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 no. They have him on YouTube, and they have him with, with a gun. And and one time he is dressed up like a Crips, yo. And one time he is dressed up like a Bloods. They got it. They got it on on the YouTube. Oh really? He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. A project. He's not. He's not good. You sound very certain about this. They, he he got two strikes against him anyway, just because he's black. Then he playing around with the gun. That star strike three, you're out. You know, I don't like the cops no no much either. You know, but. You play, you right. pay. You play, you pay. So um, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm um, I'm okay. I'm tired. You know, I'm just I've been working a lot. So um, and uh, kind of getting frustrated. I mean, this show is just kind of going in circles these days, and I'm sort of uh, trying to figure out what to do with it. You know. But I know that th- these riots they haven't out here. It's it's not really affecting me, you know, because this this city is big enough. 
where it's broken down, you know, they have their own areas, and, you know, when they riot, they destroy their own areas, so let them riot and destroy their own areas. They've been doing it how long? Since, like, you know, 1960s or some some shit like that? Like Watson? I mean, yeah. riots? Look, man, I mean, I I agree that... um... I agree that, uh, you know, don't destroy your own neighborhood. Why they do that? I think it's a reaction. I think, like, when you just... Well, there's a huge police presence there right now, and they're kind of going at the police. That's why. Um, but the and police so it, is there to protect them, yo. No, they're, well, they're... This kid was killed by the police. What are you talking about? He pulled a gun! No, they they didn't. they didn't even establish that. No, they showed it on the TV. They showed a 38 special. It looked like a Smith and Wesson. It well, could be a that, toy gun. I don't know. They said that. Um, they said that it was found at the scene. They didn't say. It, they still don't. They still well, they don't confirm. throw fake guns out no more. That's like, you know, Kojak or Colombo or something like that. That's that's old school. You know. They don't. They, they can't they don't get away with that no more. They don't. What guns? I, I didn't even hear that. That's like old school, like Columbo or Kojak. They throw that cop, carry the extra throwaway piece for when he killed the, the Cocolo. You know, he shoot him he, by accident. He has an extra piece to put down. They don't do that no more. They watch him too much. I, I'm, I'm not understanding what you're saying. Well, you speak English. Yeah, I speak English, but like you're not, you're not making I'm any not sense. I'm not enunciating. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not getting your your logic here. Um, this kid, yo, he pulled a gun on the cops. Now, I don't like no cops. They always bust me, you know, if I'm smoking a joint in the park or, yeah. you know, just stupid shit like that. You know, if my radio's too loud and I got the bass, you know, you know, I got those big-ass tweeters in the back, you know, and they come over and they say, yo, you got to turn it down, and I say... You know, so I know what the cops is about, but they never shot me. It, you know, they never shot me. I didn't do nothing. They shot him because he do something. And they don't just shoot you. you what do you mean they don't just shoot? There, there, there's, there's been a history of them shooting people for no reason. Like, there, there's been a history of that. Luima? Is that the right guy? There's a guy who got raped. Put a plunger stick up his cocolos. Wait, what? The guy, they put a plunger stick up there, you know. Maybe he mouthed off or said something. They said, okay, fine, we're going to put a plunger stick up you in the toilet. Well, that doesn't make it okay. But he mouthed off. He's in their house. Who cares? You can't just, like, stick a... You mouth off. Yo, when when they got you in the handcuffs and you in their house and you mouth off, they get to just they rape with a the stick. They did it. They do it. Well, I don't believe that's that. That guy right. who had shot forty-one times, he reached around. They don't know what he's gonna come back with, so they gotta shoot him forty-one times. <laughs> <laughs> they oh don't know God. what he got. Okay. Oh boy. If you was out there doing that job that those guys do, you would be shooting cocolos too. Because you never know with those people. You know what I'm but saying? But you're, you're telling me that like they needed to fucking uh, shoot him 41 times after they discovered that he was re- just reaching for his wallet. Well, let's say, okay, yes, let's say there was four, four or 
five pigs, let's say, okay? So they empty on him. That's 10 shots, 41, yeah, and why not? You got to make sure the job is done. You got to go home to your wife and kids, you know? They ain't getting paid that much out there. Yeah, but that that that's ridiculous. You just you just enjoy seeing this, these guys getting killed, don't you? As long as they cocolos, they could be trouble. They come into the store. I told you that story because that was when I thought you was the hat project, Joe. Yes, right. And I remember they, that. I thought they was gonna rob me, and I wished it. <sighs> I, I wished it right then. I had a gun to use on them, even if they didn't gonna rob me. And then I say, but but police, look, they did two cocolos, you know, they came in, and I shoot them. The cops will say, okay, no problem. You know, you're, you're but you're you're Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, Boricua, baby, New Yorkian. But you don't, you don't, and like often there's been tension between Puerto Ricans and, and the NYPD too. I mean, and a lot of people tell me about you. But leave us alone now. We're like, you know, we're like the new, the new, uh, you know, what do they call them? The new yuppies. The new yuppies. We're young, urban professional, UPs. UPs, yes. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, a lot you of people mean, say... Like, at least me, I'm an enterprising businessman. I got a man, you know. And, and, and they don't bother me, you know. If someone comes to rob my business, I want them to come. And if they, they want to shoot them, they shoot them. And if they're black, that's even better. Why? Oh, God, that's horrible. And that's all they're going to be is black anyway. <laughs> Wait, so uh uh but a lot of people would say that about you and your in your people. What's my people? Puerto Rican. Brown. But what, this ain't West Side story, bro. Then what you go to the Jets and the Sharks, they're gonna face off with a knife. What do we do? A lot of people uh, would like to see you dead because of your skin color and your culture. Even though Puerto Rico is an American territory, they don't understand that. They think you're a foreigner. They're learning. They're learning, they're learning. They're learning that we don't need no green card, that we could be a state like that. We just snap our finger, boom, we're a state, just like that. What are they going to say then? So why hasn't that happened yet? Because you got these idiots back home. That's not my home, but, you know, you got these idiots back home that, you know, they're taking money off the top, you know. They get the government money coming over to the island like a subsidy, you know, they don't want to let that go. That goes into the pockets of the El jefes, you know, the, the the chiefs, the chiefs. And and if they become a state, then they get the regular money. They don't get the subsidy. They, it's it's easier to for them to uh, trace that money. Now it just goes over to the island. The chiefs they take and they split the money. They let the people live in in tents, you know. And uh, it's because they don't want the little people to, to, to make anything. If we, they make it a state, the little people have a voice. Then the chiefs, you know, they get overrun. They get, you know, their head chopped off. So they, it's the big chiefs that are keeping the little people from being a state. Okay. But, I, you know, I don't want to talk about that too much. I, I heard you talking about Brooklyn. And what I know about this Kamani Gray, Kimini Gray, is this no good? He's no good. He's one less. He's one less, you know? You that's horrible. Like and, and you wanna just see a race of people exterminated. I wanna see little punk ass cocolos that think they're gonna take on the cops 
learn a lesson. So then, like, do you feel a way about James Holmes, the uh, Aurora, Colorado shooter? Shooter? No, that boy's crazy. They shoot oh, him. Oh, he was crazy. So he should get a fair trial. No, you didn't let me finish. See, you getting you getting too establishment on me. You didn't let me finish. Establishment. What they should do to him is even if they say, even though I say he's crazy, they should still do the death penalty on him. No mental hospital, the death penalty on him. Someone like this. So I'm I'm saying white or black. If you if you mess around, if you if you. If you mess around, then you get messed up, yo. You know? Okay. I well, think you uh, know. Yeah, look. Wait, hang, hang on one second. Hey, uh, guys, my, my chat's fucking up on me again, so uh, just just know that I'm not trying to ignore anybody here. Uh, I am going to... Hey, you, hey, Louise, are you okay to stay on the line a little bit longer? Yeah, I can stay on a little bit longer. I got this vaporizer, yo. You ever see this thing? Yeah, I've had one before. The the pot thing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Tito picked up this vaporizer. So okay. I could hold on because we, we got to let this this shit heat up a little bit. And I never smoked out of this shit before. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take this other call real quick and have you... Maybe you can join okay, me. Okay, but you know, okay. Gonna, you're going to let them attack me, like call me a spick and stuff like that? Because well, I'll go at them. Okay, well, you do what you want. Um, okay, so Tyrant Trooper, are you there? Tyrant Trooper. You guys really need to fucking figure this out. Oh, guest number three wrote that uh, I am dumber than dirt. Why don't you call in, champ? Call in and speak your piece. Tyrant Trooper, are you there? Some of these people that call you are so nasty. I just found you because I thought it was about us. I remember that, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh. All right, Tyrant, are you there? Hold on. Ugh. Yo, Tito, oh. yo, they say this guy's jerking off to interracial porn. This is real. Tyrant Trooper, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. How's it going? Hi. Uh. Ah, it's going it's going good, man. Sorry, uh talk shoes uh give me a little uh, technical uh, difficulties right now. All right, well um So what's on your mind tonight? Uh, I'm just listening to this guy talking. I really don't know what direction he's heading in. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh we're heading on to yeah. Brooklyn, we're talking about vaporizers and yada yada and uh killing Kokonos or whatever. I don't even hey, know what a Kokono is. Are you uh, are you a are you a big Seinfeld fan? Oh, uh, no, no, I don't watch that. You, you just quoted Seinfeld. I just... There's there's an episode where everyone does this thing called yada yada to just sort of shorten their conversations. You just now quoted that. I don't, I don't know that I believe you. Oh, really? God damn. <laughs> hey, Luis, do you, you know what I'm talking about, that Seinfeld episode? Yeah, everybody in New York know that, you know, and yada yada, you finish a <laughs> conversation like that, you know, like, did yeah. you get to the yada yada, you know... So, Louise, what are you talking about with this Brooklyn thing? What, what's uh, what's the uprising against Coconos or whatever the hell you said? Coconos, Coconos. Yeah, hey, what's that mean? We call them Coconos. Like you call me, uh, like if you if you uh, one of these Nazis that call him, 
You call me a spick. We call the 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 nigger the cocolos. Ah, both are so, horrible people. Horrible. Well, well, nobody's calling him a race a racial term, but he's referring to other people's racial. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, I agree with you on that. It's not cool. I don't like it. I mean, it's that's, not that's, cool at all for them to call us not our, we, we, we don't make an approach like that. You know, that's not our belief and ideology. But this guy is just being straight-out racist, which isn't cool. You know? I don't know I what mean, you're talking about, because first of all, I don't understand your accent. It's like uh, you, you're Southern or something. I don't deal with a lot of Southern people, you know. Um, uh, you, I don't care who you deal with, man. Maybe I'll drink some tequila and you'll understand me or eat a burrito. Tequila is Mexican, you see. You see, you don't even I, I, know. We drink wrong. We drink Bacardi, and Bacardi is shit. I, I don't care. Uh, all I know is you're being racist against people, and you have no reason to do that. You know, you're but he has advocating. One of the, he, no, no, no. The man want to know about the riots in Brooklyn. I tell him, I know where it's happening. I know why it's happening. I know who's doing it. I know who is always doing it. When every time in New York there's a riot, who does it? Do 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 the the white boys do it? No. Do my people do it? No. Always the cocolos. That's all I say. Well, that's uh, being pretty biased because when I look out like uh, California or New Mexico, I see your people are uh, causing riots over immigration I'm issues. I'm Puerto Rican, you stupid I, imbecile. I don't give a shit, man. You still you still stand with the people that stand for Aslan or Aslan or whatever the hell it's called. You know, you're all about immigration rights. As because I know, I know in New Haven, you know Connecticut. What? Why don't you talk? Cause yo, 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 this, this vaporizer is getting heated up. Tito says it's ready to go. So why don't you talk to the host? I'm going to get some hits in on this thing, and I'll come back maybe when you're gone or when you're getting ready to leave. Because you think you – I don't like talking to people who think Mexicans is Puerto Ricans. You think I need a green card or have to come here illegally. That's how stupid some of you people are, man. So let me right. get this hit, and I'll be back, all right? All right, Cypress all right. All right, Hill. You do your shit, man. Hey, you like Cypress Hill? Uh, no, but he keeps referring to his little blog over there and his vaporizer. You know, I know that that term being in the ghetto over here, so. Right. Um, well, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, what's on my mind? Um, well, uh, I want your opinion on something. Uh, March 23rd, <laughs> officially... <laughs> Apparently he's an amateur. Um, okay, hang, on a, hang on a second. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, go ahead. All right. Uh, good deal. Uh, so March 21st, which would be uh, Thursday, um, uh-huh. but also known in New Zealand as March 23rd is White Pride uh, Worldwide Day. You know, what's your opinion on that? A bunch of whites getting in the streets and representing uh, white culture and white heritage under solidarity. I'm, I'm not really uh, a fan of it, I'll be honest, because... From my own understanding of history and the history of all these movements, like usually that has manifested itself towards hatred and violence of other cultures. A lot of the white pride movements have. Now, I know a lot of you guys will say like, oh, no, we're not like that. You know, we just love our own race. If you want to get together and with like people of your own race and go have a Frisbee day, that's fine. But like. I mean, to me, like, it's it's usually, like, with these groups, it's usually, like, a dividing line. Like, we're defi- we're defining ourselves by our perception of the other. So, I'm, I'm my opinion is that I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. I won't be attending. How about that? <laughs> All right, well, 
what what's your opinion on like uh say um the uh gay pride marches and uh million man marches and Puerto Rican pride for the pride uh, day marches? Well those are those are marches. you are you a fan of that or is that accepted or is it not accepted the same way you look at uh, White Pride Day and I'll, I'll White tell Pride you. Jeez, okay. Let me answer the question. Um I uh the reason I don't have a problem with that is that other people are not excluded from those events. I've I've been to like a gay pride. I'm a straight guy. I've been to a gay pride uh, parade because some, some friends of mine are gay, and I never felt excluded. I felt included. Million Man March. Uh, any any women's movement. I know for a fact they have included other people. In fact, they've wanted other people to join in with them. The civil rights marches as well. It wasn't just like hey blacks only. They I mean everybody else has has actually tried to be inclusive, and I don't I don't really think that the white pride parades would try to do that. Well, you've never tried to attend them either. You're automatically against it, but you have this opinion that, you know, everybody's not accepted except for white people. You know, but you look at the gay pride because thing, the black pride thing, and you're all about it, man. You know, you have an excuse for it, and that's typical. I don't go to them. I don't, I don't really care. I don't really go to the black pride parade. I don't, do they even yeah, have those? Yeah, you support it. You support it, though. You know, because you're, you're they all about it. Been a, so you're, you're telling me, and you're, you're going on record to tell me this, um, that the white, if, if there's like a white nationalist event or a white pride event, you would let people of color join with you. If they support our white culture and heritage and us being proud of it, then yes. Why, why couldn't they be? You know, because that'd be the same reason why you'd attend their things, you know, and say, Hey, you know, I support what you stand for, your culture, your heritage and your, uh, sexual preference. You're there for on that aspect. You know, if people are there, Dude. I, I, I support anybody's free speech, including your groups, provided that you guys are nonviolent, provided that you do things by the book. If you want to go, like, have a fucking march down the street, that's fine. I don't really care about that. But I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be a huge fan of it in the same way that I'm a fan of – I'm not even a fan, but, like, I'm going to be a little bit more supportive to groups that in this country have been historically oppressed, and we still see that the remnants of that oppression – that are still with where, us today. Where, 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 where do we see this oppression that you speak of? You know, because as far as I'm concerned, and what I see, you know, in my everyday life, is I see white people being oppressed, man. All right. Uh, can, can, you give me example? Being, can, you give, can you give me an example of that? Yeah, when's the last time a hate crime has been charged against a black versus a white? You know, it doesn't happen. This law is catered to white people. Well, I, I am all for, if, if you target anybody based on their race... Whether you know you're white, black, whatever. If you do that, then it's a hate crime, and that that applies to like if a black person attacks a white person. I'm yeah, fine. Why doesn't it apply to them? Why doesn't it, it apply is. to them? There, there no, was a reason. There, there, oh, hang on a second. There was a recent story. Uh, it took place in in uh, New York City, where this Hispanic woman pushed this guy into. It was a white trouble. person. That was a Hispanic, and I, I've read that case and I've seen that case. That, it's, it's, it's being charged it's, as a hate. It's, it's being treated as a hate crime. All right, so was that one in a million? I mean, with all the hate crimes that are given every day, when all right, what are you talking about? Man. What hate crimes are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what hate crimes am I talking about, man? Yeah. Every every white that's been charged with a hate crime that gets in a bar fight and somebody says, "Oh yeah, he uttered a racial slur," whether he did or didn't, you know, it's considered a hate crime. A fight to fight. I, I've know? never, um, I've never like, I, I'll I'll be honest with you. Hang on one second. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to take this other call as well. He he might have a good perspective. I've really, um, 
I've never seen that happen. Like I've seen, I've seen people get into fights, obviously in bars and all that jazz. But um, um, I, I mean, have you experienced something like where, where people of different colors, a white person and say a black person, um, get into a fight? And then they uh, wrongly accuse them of of um, of basically like calling them a racial slur. Have you seen that happen? Yes, absolutely. It's my life. This is what I study. This is what I follow, man. I mean, okay. do you know how many hate crime hoaxes have been uh, brought up recently? You know that have uh, uh, how do you say, man? Offset what was told in the story, and you know when. Uh, People uh, say there were hate crimes committed, and they were found out to be their own perpetrators and committing assaults against themselves just to uh, get white people in trouble. And it works until they actually dig into it finally, and they actually dig into all these hate crime cases and all this shit, man, and find out that these people are lying the whole time. And this is just recently that they started digging into this shit, man. Before that, and before this, you know. Well, um, I mean, if, if you have, um, I mean, if you have any sources, please feel free to post them in the chat or something like that. I, I know, like, there's a Tawana Brawley case and stuff like that that remained a controversy. Um, and um, I, I remember reading about the Tawana Brawley case, and I'm still unsure as to what happened with that. Um, well, that's, that's old news. That's old news at this point, man. There's been so many things uh, recently that popped up, man. You know, like, like dig them up, I'll, I'll dig them up, man. You know, that's that's fine. I'll dig up the links and the articles and all this shit, man. I got them posted on my forum. You know, okay. I follow the all right. stuff I mean, nonstop. Well, uh, I, I have uh, Paul on the call. Paul, are you there? Um, I'm here, yeah. How's it going? Pretty good. How how are you, um, Heat Project? I'm all right. Um, what, what's going on? Or what? Do you have anything to say about this discussion right here? Or what, what's going on? Um, yeah, well, I, I would like to give my opinion on what Tyron Trooper said. Um, you know, first of all, you know, uh, I'm not denying um, that what Tyron Trooper said is is uh, partially true. I mean, I, I think there may be cases where um, maybe someone didn't give any racial slur at all, and people said that he did, and it's charged as a hate crime. But but I, I, I don't think it's as widespread as uh, Tyron Trooper implies um, it to be. I don't think it's... I think... Um, you know, not to offend Tyron Trooper, but I have a feeling that he's exaggerating that situation to promote his particular political agenda. This is this isn't Paul. This is Pat. This is Huang, man. Right. You know, this is Patrick Paul Huang. Yeah, yeah. It's Patrick Paul Huang. I know who it is. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we all know who he fucking, is. He's a troll in my book, man. He's just an agitator, you know. And I oh. have nothing to do with this guy. Well, oh, I'd like okay. to respond to that. I would like to respond to that. So if anyone who goes against your views is a troll and an agitator, then I guess I am a troll and an agitator. I don't consider myself a troll, um, but I am against okay. your views. Okay, you're not, you're not a troll, but uh, what you post on your uh, Twitter account after you uh, came on our show and won a, won a radio show prize, that you, you mocked our show. You know, you actually went there and sat and took the time to research a question that we asked for a raffle giveaway. You know, they went and mocked it on your uh, page. And um, I, my my Twitter, my Patrick Quang Twitter account is that is that what you said? Could you could you post that onto the chat board? I don't remember posting anything on my Patrick Quang Twitter account. Where, wherever you come from, dude. I mean, you play off it like you're Harold Covington. All right, you you said it. You you're Patrick Huang or whatever the fuck you are, man. You know, you um, are a troll. You are a troll, dude. 
I would like to respond to that. Um, you you don't have think, to respond. You don't have to respond because you're just going to try to, no, I, try I, I to argue. You're, you're accusing me of something, so I do need to respond. Don't shout yes. at each other, please. Let each other talk. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, Tyron Trooper, can I, can I respond? Let him respond. It's okay. Go ahead, Patrick. Um, so, first of all, I have heard of um, these fake Twitter accounts um, that supposedly represent Harold Covington. Um, and I know some people have blamed me for doing it because they know that I'm, I'm very much an anti, anti-Harold Covington. Um, and I just want to say, I, and you know, there's really no way that I can provide proof, but I was not the person responsible for any of those uh, fake Twitter accounts. I mean, impersonation, you know, identity theft is, is illegal. It's not something I would like to get into. Um, I, I, I'm, there are plenty of fools, either at Nimbusters or anywhere else, who could have set up a fake Twitter account. But I was not one of them. And, and that's all I can really say. You said personally that you came on our show, played off as a Harold Covington Northwest uh, supporter, whatever the hell you did, man, won a prize, and you blasted all across the Internet and bragged about it. You know, that was you. And don't say Wait, it wasn't I, you, uh, it was you. No, actually, I think you're, you're, you're adding in, you're mixing in two points. Um, I did come on your show, and I did win that trivia prize to show that someone of my nature, as someone who you consider inferior, can also win a prize, but I didn't boast on it. I didn't boast about it on the internet. I don't know who did that. That could be anyone else, but that was that was not me. And if, if you do think it's me, please post some proof on the chat room. I'm I'm, I'm well, really you eager to see that. Well, you just said yourself that you did it, man. You trolled. You're a troll, man. You just no, no, I was not. Yourself. I was not a troll. I was trying to prove a political point. Right. What, what political was, point? That you're a troll coming out on a white nationalist show. And you won mm-hmm. a prize, and you feel all good, man. And you went and posted on your pages, man. And it got all all well, hey, first of all, which, which page did I post it in? Again, you know, it, it's good to, I mean, it's easy to make accusations, but please provide the proof. I didn't post it in, in any page. I didn't boast about it. I was trying to make a political point, and let me explain. Um, you know, a lot of white nationalists feel that, you know, people who are not of that same race, who are not white, are, are not intelligent and are not capable of answering questions and of, and of winning prizes. So by winning this, this, this quiz, I wanted to show that, you know, we are competent. We're not inferior. You know, we don't follow, we don't have to follow these stereotypes that you, that you, you know, that you put on us, that you ascribe onto us. What, what and, stereotypes? I haven't, I haven't made any stereotype against you. Not no, you, but a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people. Okay, well, I'm not a lot of people. people. I'm me. I'm not, I'm not a lot yeah, of people. I'm me. And, right, uh, but, but I, I, wasn't, I was making a political point not against you, but against your show, Right. What about my show? It's a white pride show. Right, no, and your no. show represents your movement. And a lot of people, the majority of the people in your movement, in fact, do believe in the stereotypes. And so I was trying to prove a political point by winning that, that, that prize. Okay, hey, so I, then you're, then you're saying mean, I, you're biased then. You're, you're lumping all, all, all uh, neo-Nazis into my category and people... I never said all. Oh, I said the majority. I never said all. Uh, uh, okay, but still, you're being biased. You say majority. You can't fucking uh, take one bad egg and say er- everything's spoiled. Uh, come on, no, I mean, you, you can go to Songfriend and see uh, that people do believe in the in the stereotypes. I, I don't think I need to even prove that. Um, uh, I never said all, and, uh, and and that's why I said the majority. Well, majority or not, man, you're you're so lumping me and other people that are good and trying to do the right thing about this in the majority. Okay. All right, okay, guys, guys, I'm going to interject. So, Tyrant Trooper, um, are you part of a – and don't answer anything you don't want to, but are you part of a particular organization, are you, or are you just a freelance um, racist? 
Uh, I'm autonomous nationalist, so I'm kind of a freelance part or something. You're part of the white nationalist? That's a thing, white nationalists? Yeah, autonomous nationalists, yeah. It's a, it's a white nationalist ideology, but well, with no specific uh, group, organization. So, I mean, do you understand, like, it's it's called the tyrants nationalists? Like, tyrants... Autonomous nationalists. Autonomous nationalists. Okay, I'm sorry. I misheard. Like, so, like, what... Uh, part of this show in general, um, I'm trying to just learn how you got to where you are. All right? So, were okay. your parents... Were you raised like this? Were your parents also no, white nationalists? They were They're 100% against it, against it. yes. They were. Did you did you come to this uh, life as a rebellion against your parents, or like what's going on? No, it definitely wasn't a rebellion. It was uh, I'm a product of my environment. Well, and so can I'll, you say more about that? Yeah, well, I grew up in uh, I get I guess how do you say it? Not racially, but the ghetto. You know, as a uh, white kid in the black neighborhood who had okay. to stand up, you know, for myself with uh, the few uh, friends I had you know, which were constantly under attack, you know, due to racial overtones and shit, you know, and we just, you know, bonded and, um, you know, did what we had to do. And we stood together, you know, and defended ourselves under constant attack. And what part of the country did you grow up in? Uh, I grew up in uh, southern Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, I don't want any details. I'm just kind of curious. Um, because there are other, um, I know of like, uh, there's, uh, you ever heard of the rapper named Apathy? No, no, I'm not familiar okay. with that. I mean, there are other white kids who grow up in those environments, and they don't. And well, I guess like a famous example would be Eminem. Um, they go, they grow up in that environment, and they somehow embrace the culture. They somehow become a part of the culture. But you're saying that you, what was the first step in your journey that the black kids in your neighborhood made you feel isolated? Is that it? Oh yeah, we're uh, isolated, no doubt, man, big time. You know, okay. we were uh, under constant attack, especially uh, we had the Rodney King riots. We had, um, uh, what was the other one? We had uh, Rodney King, and there was another fucking uh, big riot that went through um, that really clashed and went down. So uh, did the you... O- um... The O.J. Simpson uh, ordeal, you know, caused okay. uh, major riots in our area. You know, and oh, Over O.J. People... Simpson? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. There because were riots in Mark... Connecticut over that? Yeah, when, well, when Mark Furman got deemed a racist and that the whole thing was uh, racially orientated because of him, you know, it shit stood off again here. Right, okay. Um, so, all right, so that happens. Um, why didn't your parents go the same route that you that you sort of went to? They grew up in a different uh, genre. A different, you know? genre? different genre? Yeah, well... Were they like thirty years behind me? You know, they grew up in a different environment. You okay, it's, it's more a hippie love culture peace type uh, ordeal. You know, so like, but like they didn't feel um, they didn't feel isolated though. Is that no. is that correct? No, okay. Be, no, because they didn't go to the same school I went to. They didn't deal with the same youth I dealt with. Okay. You know? their work environment is different to uh, the youth environment of what most kids go through. Okay, I you see. Know. You know what I'm saying? So, it's big... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I just said, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, though? It's a different environment, you know, from their friends and the, the people they grew up with to the environment that the youth get thrown into. 
you know, sure. it, it's a big, big difference. Okay. Um, so, all right. And, um, like, what is, what does this mean for you today? Exactly. Um, you know, I, I, I we're, you've met people of color, I'm assuming. I mean, Connecticut's not necessarily like an isolated place. I mean, it's, uh, relatively, it's kind of white, but it's relatively diverse. Um, have you, have you just in general had positive interactions with people of color? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, one of our biggest things is uh, the Ren Max Whiteness, which I spoke on your show a couple weeks back. You know, that that entails any anybody of color. You know, I, if I see somebody walking on the side of the road in the rain with a gas can in their hand, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, man. You know, we're stopping by. We're going to pick you up, man, take you to the gas station. Can you ride back to your car? We'll take you there. So you, know, you and, I, and you will uh, you'll allow them to ride in the front. You're not going to tie them to the car. You're going to allow them in the car, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we, we treat people like human beings, man. We're not going right. to we're going to tie them up and fucking commit a hate crime. No, that's not what we're about. You know, we're about helping society and you know being positive community activists. Well, I, I like to respond to that, um, Tyrant Trooper. I just want to thank you. Thank you for being uh, peaceful with your you know your political views and and not promoting hate and not doing any kind of hate crimes. Um, and, and I think people like you in, in the movement can can help stop people like you know um, the the uh, like Wade Michael Page or Holly Griffith yeah. or Tory Pedersen doing something bad. You know, people like you who promote peace within the movement can can and give, can give a positive message to people like them and prevent them from doing that. So I want to thank you, Kyan Trooper, for being that person. Yeah, but let me ask you this, though. I mean, if there were a million people like me in this movement that promoted peace and, you know, tried to do the right thing, the movement would still be hated no matter what we do. I don't think so. I I really don't think so. I mean, because, you know, people do go to Stormfront, and if you've gone there, you know, they they say they promote uh, pride, but really uh, most of the time they're they're just, it's about hate and it's about putting down other other groups. And and you know that if you've gone to Stormfront. Um, um, so, I mean, you, you say one thing, I mean, not you, but a lot of people in the movement say one thing, but they do another. Well, yeah, I mean, well, he, he brings up a point. Like, I mean, you you as an individual, I mean, none of, none of us know each other. I mean, but, you know, you may not go out and commit acts of violence, but there are, and, and again, Wade Michael Page, that Sikh Temple shooting, um, there are people against, in the movement. We're, we're against him by all means, trust me. You know, we hate that scumbag. No, okay. that's not us. Okay. Um, let me take this call real quick. Hold on, guys. Just hang out for a second. Naj Radio, are you there, old friend? Yeah, what's going on, HP? How you doing, man? I'm all right. It's been a weird... I'm I'm in a weird mood tonight, and I'm kind of... Um, I don't know. I'm in a weird mood tonight, and uh, I'm feeling a little responsible for the for my show not being as good as it should be. Anyways, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, Well... Actually, man, my phone battery is low. I'm kind of on the run, but I wanted to check in just to, you know, see how the show was going tonight. So I'm I'm just going to kick back and listen while I got battery. Okay, cool. Um, Well, I have Patrick Paul Lang here, who you know, um, and Tyrant Trooper 1488. Um, Tyrant Trooper was describing uh, his – I was asking him about how he came to this uh, nationalist movement, and he was describing growing up as a white kid in an all-black neighborhood and being made to feel like he was a bad guy. They picked on him for being white. Am I? Am I it, correct me if I'm getting anything wrong, Tyrant. But, no, you're uh, right. So, um, 
I mean, it is interesting. Like, I mean, this is actually like part of the show is that I'm trying to these, these things, these childhood incidents do have a, a lasting impact. And I understand, you know, I do understand um, how this can color your life a little bit. But um, I guess what I'm confused, Tyrant, is that, you know, in your daily life, as you grew up in your life, um, you had positive interactions with people of color. Like, I've had some white people be, like, horribly shitty to me in my life. But I don't hate all white people. I remember, like, well, like, like when I was in school, I used to get, like, picked on by this group of Filipinos. But I don't hate Filipinos now. I mean, so, like, just, like, white people and Filipinos gave me trouble growing up. But I don't hate either group because I've also had positive interactions, and I understand that they're not all... So, I mean, I guess that's what I'm a little confused with because, like, as you went on in your life, you met people of color who weren't like this. Well, I set out to be a positive activist. You know, I tried to make the best of a negative situation. What, what, what are some... On. I'm sorry. So what, what are, go ahead. No, I was about to say you go ahead. Well, what are some activists... What are some activist... Um, what are some activist uh, activities you're doing? Like, what are some of your... Uh, what are some of the things you do as an activist? Okay, well, for instance, all right, let's start with our in-home activism. Okay? We, uh, we collect soda tabs, and we have them donated across, like, the United States to us and or box tops labels for education, you know, and all these things go uh, applicable towards schools and helping out uh, further education. You know, we encourage people to uh, get involved in activities, like I volunteer with uh, Special Olympics, you know, uh, Community Cleanup Habitat for Humanity, AmeriCares, and all that stuff. You know, we involve, we try to get people involved in uh, helping out the community. And, like, with Habitat and AmeriCares, you know, we've taken care of, um, we've gone to, uh, I don't want to say again, but the ghetto, you know, and help out, like, black families in their houses and, you know, rebuild them, you know, with, with our communities, you know. And do you have, like, resource. Do, they, do they know your organization when you come to their homes? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's, you know, uh, what, wait, what's that like? That's weird. Well we, well, we let them know that we're we're trying to do the right thing, you know. And you know, we sit there, we'll talk to people and explain ourselves and whatnot. And it's not weird because it's being a human being. Because um, I'll be honest with you, when I go to like Habitats or Americares, I don't see black people volunteering, you know, and giving um, you know, donating food or uh, giving say uh, wood studs or nails and all the stuff and things that we need to rebuild these houses and make them better. You yeah. know, it's, it's a bunch of white people getting together to do this. You know, for the black community. I mean, I've seen, I've seen. I mean, in my own volunteer experience, I've seen mostly black people doing it. I mean, it, it just could be different places. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, I have had a different experience with that, but um. I'm I'm just very curious. Okay, I and I'm really trying to trying to figure out um oh, somebody else called in. Um I'm try I'm really trying to figure out um what um so they know that you're part of a white nationalist movement when you come to their home and, and I guess do whatever you're about to do. Yeah. And they're really just cool about it. Well, we have to talk to them. I mean, cuz Amer- immediately everybody comes back to this uh, American history X persona. Well, it's, it's, what? do you understand, like, why? Do you understand why people do? Well, yeah, because the super movie came out. 
and uh, the media and, portrays us as the uh, idiots that go and represent the cause that we don't stand for. So, yeah, I understand where they're coming from. It's what they see on the news and what they see in the papers. But so then why, uh, why is your name Tyrant? Why, why, is, that in your, uh, why is it in your handle here? Uh, that was a uh, Tyrant Trooper as a childhood band of mine. Okay. And it has nothing to do with... It has nothing to do with the movement. No. It's, it's been a band that I've listened to since high school. Okay. Um, Puffy, hang on a second. I'm going to take your call in a second. Okay. Um, hang on, Tyrant. Uh, oh, did he hang up? Okay. My bad. So, um, Puffy, if you're out there, call back in. Sorry, my chat sucks here. Anyone else have this problem with their fucking shows? Uh, we've been having problems for weeks on our show. Yeah. You know, hey, we're chat freezing up. Look at us bonding. Um, the nurse is saying, hey, Project, you realize he... Not-? So you know the nurse. You guys grew up together. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. Well, um, let nurses- me ask you something, HP, all right? Like, yeah. all right, say, like, a person like me goes out there and volunteers for Habitat for Humanity or AmeriCares and does the right thing as a white nationalist. You'll never see that in the news, you know? That sounds like a never... fascinating news story. I don't know why it's not in the fucking news. <laughs> yeah, it's just something they won't report because the reason why is because it would put us in a good limelight, which we're trying to be good people. But, um, you know, they don't want to show us as that people. You know, they want I guess, us to I keep guess, a... I guess... Right? Um, Okay, let me let me try and work through that question. Um, it's because there has been a history of violence and death amongst a lot of like you know you have the order in the eighties, you have like the David Duke stuff and all that. Like I mean, it's it's there has been this history that hangs over. And so what I would ask you is, why are you going as a white nationalist? Why don't you just go as a as a guy? I am. I'm going as a white nationalist no, but, guy. And, okay, well, you know, I, I should not be uh, part of my belief in doing what I'm doing. It's because of my belief is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And how can we change history if uh, they're not giving us a chance to be part of the future? So, you know, if you, you, so you, you are a white nationalist, but your work and your volunteer work and all that stuff, um, you, and I'm, I'm asking, like, you are saying that that is meant to benefit anybody, all people of color. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's about being a human being. Doing right for society. We're not about well, I mean, in death and violence, man. You know okay. that, that that perception's got to go. I mean, we can't get lumped into these idiots like the Sikh shooter and these uh, assholes, man. That's not us. Okay. You know. Okay, hang on, but, hang uh, on one second. Um, I, 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 okay. I mean, look, I'll, I'll say this, Puffy. Hang on a second. Don't hang up. Um, I will say this. I mean, look, your actions. If if what you're saying is true, yeah, of course, actions speak louder than words, and I think that. If you're doing good in the world and you're helping people regardless of race, um, that's a great thing, of course. I mean, and um, let's see what we got here. Hold on one second. I'm just going to take this call, guys. Just hang tight. Puffy, are you there? Yeah, keep keep what you're uh, saying, what you're saying. Hey, guy, I was just uh, calling in and going to troll your show. Okay. What what do you have to say? Like, what was the troll you're going to do? Oh, I was going to give old Patrick a hard time, but I guess he hung up. I'm still here. He's still here. Oh, oh okay. Hey, uh, Patrick, did you ever get those naked pictures of your sister you were going to send me? I mean, provided she's not fat like you. Poor <laughs> Louie. 
No, right. I, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were on the News Guy show, and um, oh, and you were doing on... the, the Louis voice then. Oh no, no, I, I never did the Louis voice, but uh, I, and that wasn't me. I, I'm, I'm always, I was always been Patrick. So you uh, just Paul both Hines. sound gay, right? Um, I, well, I, I guess if, if he sounds like me, then I guess you both sound similar. Um, oh, okay. If you, if you both sound gay, I think that's uh, you know that uh, dep- you know, depends on the person and what they feel. Um, you know, but but uh, going back to uh, the, the the pictures, yeah, I think you did make some comment about uh, w- w- you know, like you wanted the naked pictures of my sister, and I yeah. told you that was uh, that was inappropriate. Um, but no, I, I don't really understand. Why is she uh, fat? Is she she's not fat like you though, right? Um, you know, I I I don't know if I want to answer that question, Puffy. Oh dang, man! Well, I got some naked pictures of her if you want them. Well, and, well, you did sit, tell me that you're going to give me some naked pictures of your wife, right? Instead. Oh, yeah, I post them all the time. I've never seen them. I'm a so, pornographer, dude. That's what I do. All right, so, Puffy, what's your, like, what's your story there, buddy? Oh, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just a troll. Uh, do you know uh, Brian Rio? Who, me? Brian Rio, yeah, he's kind no. of a... He's a CI guy, uh, Christian Identity Dual Seed, you know, one of those wackos. And he's got a cat named Puffy. Okay. And, and, and I'm pretty sure he rapes the cat named Puffy. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, you know, because we have testimonial from the real Puffy. Uh, really? Yeah. The hey, cat- you got Pastor, you got Pat, Pastor Visser on your show. I've heard that name before. Um, I, I know that um, uh, Martin Lindstedt uh, yeah. didn't speak too highly of him. Uh, no, they're kind of uh, mortal enemies. Okay. Hey guys um, in the chat. Guys in the chat, I'm sorry uh, if I'm not if I'm missing half the things you're saying. Um, um, so I apologize. Uh, my chat's fucking up. So, uh, sorry, Puffy. Uh, Tyrant Trooper, Soul Train Pride. Soul Train Pride. I'm going to keep calling you that. You sound like Soul Train. Yeah, if that's help- what we call him on the NIM board anyway, Soul Train. So, uh, if he's helping people not of his race, then he's wasting his time. Is that right, Tyrant Trooper? What do you say to that? Yeah, well, that's what uh, Soy wants to say, and I can say what they want to say, man. You okay. Know, again, again, when we try to do good things, man, this is what people got to say. All right. Well, so then I guess what does I guess my question to you would be what meaning cuz you 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 insist on doing these volunteer activities as a white nationalist. Like what is what is that term do for you? Like what does that identity and holding on to that identity do for you exactly as opposed to just being a guy who just goes and does lives his life and everything? Well, that's kind of a uh... Oh, that's uh, kind of an open question. It's not yeah. really a direct question. It's meant to be an open question. It's it's sort of it's meant to be an open well, question. What like what does well, it do for you? Well, it's not direct. I'm saying, you know, what, what do you mean? What's it doing for me? Like going out there and being a proud person that helps my community? Well, I guess I'm just a proud person that goes out there and helps my community and you know, so. Through. So then, why couldn't you just do that? Because like you could just do that without being a white nationalist. You could just do that as as whatever your name is. Go out, help your community. 
Well, that would be the same as uh, telling some gay pride activists or a black pride activist or Puerto Rican pride activists, you know, to not do what they're doing, you know, because they have a belief behind them. It, it, it's the same thing. It, our race is our religion. So if you go out there as a Christian and want to volunteer at the community, should you just leave Christianity behind if that's what you're standing for? Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. No, no, no. You answered the question, actually. Um, I, um, I guess... Um, like I would say, I mean, because I would say the same thing to any other group too. It's like, why are you making it about that when you're, as opposed to making it about the actual charitable act that you're doing? And that's a good question, well, actually. Well, it's about the charitable act. It's about being a human being. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's what we do. But you know, my white pride ideology shouldn't hinder that. It should benefit that, if anything, and show people that, yeah, you know. We're not what you see on the on the media or the radio or the TV or whatnot that uh, demoralizes us. You know, we are human beings just doing our thing, and there are good people in our cause, and there are bad people in our cause. But okay. don't, don't. But people need to stop pissing on the good people are trying to do good things and lump us up with uh, the assholes that go off, go out and shoot up a Sikh temple or run into a Jewish memorial uh, museum and just start shooting up people because they had a bad day or they. You don't think that, you know, Hitler's going to love them when they, uh, you know, reach wherever they're going. You know, that's not what it's about. You know, it's not about hurting people. You know, right. we're all about, we're about helping people. And people are like, oh, yeah, he's just blowing steam up everybody's ass. Well, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm me. You know, I got no reason to lie to people. I'm just me. Okay. I do my thing, you know? Okay. So, uh, Naj or Paul, you have anything to say about that? Hello? Wakey, um, um, wakey. Uh, so, well, uh, you know, I, I just, I, again, going back to the topic of racial pride, you know, and, and I discussed this last Monday, I just I just don't understand why there's a need to have this type of racial pride. And I, I, and I wonder if, if uh, Tyron Trooper is trying to fill up, you know, some, ki- some kind of void in his life. Maybe he doesn't really have, he hasn't discovered his, his calling yet. Maybe he... He's still looking for the right profession or something, something else, and he's 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 trying to find something to to fill up his time to give him a purpose, and he feels like being part of this movement gives him that. But I just don't, I just don't think there's a need to be proud of something which you had no control over, that you didn't choose, you didn't you didn't earn your you know your your skin color, you didn't work towards your skin color, you were born with it. And I, and again, it just it just baffles me that uh, as to why people would have that type of pride. Um, and, and I don't. I'm not just. I'm not just. Uh, you know, um, looking at white pride. I'm looking at all types of pride. Um, now, of, of course, historically, I guess you could understand why. Um, you know, there is black pride. But even I would say in, in the present day America, I don't think there's there's even a need for black pride. I think there shouldn't be any racial pride at all. And that's my opinion. Well, Paul, you 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 want to talk about the movement? You say you're uh, from the anti-racist contingency. That is a movement, and, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not part of any. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not part of any organized movement. Like, I, I'm like you. I, I don't. I don't have a radio show, or I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, you know, fellow colleagues or members. I'm just. I'm just working on my own. You know that. I, I mean, this is just something I do. <laughs> you know, which it's not something full time at all. I mean, this is not something I represent. You know, I'm not like an ERA activist or or, or something yeah, like but, that. But 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 you claim anti-racist uh, contingency. And you also say you don't have a radio show like we do, so you're saying the Hey Project and the radio show is a movement, is what you're saying. If you're if you're if you're dogging my radio show, 
than your dog in this radio show saying it's a movement. But I think the difference between me and you is that you spend a lot more time uh, representing your, your, your group uh, than I do because I don't really consider myself part of this group and I, I, I don't really consider this something that I even really focus on for uh, the majority of my life. I mean, I have a lot of other things I do apart from being, a, you know, an anti-racist. So um, this is just something, I, I mean, I just call in to, to debate with you. But, you know, it's not, unlike you, I don't spend hours, you know, you know, pursuing this, this, this topic or this movement. There well, is a apparently, big difference. apparently you do because you come on this show, you come on class radio, and you come on my radio show. So you're spending hours there, so you're lying there. Did, you, did I come in this past week? Well, you've been coming out. You've been coming out for weeks, so you do spend time with this. So, well, hey, I don't think I've come in before that. And I mean, he just came in to see. I just want to make something on. clear, guys. Guys, hang on. I just want to make something really clear. Um, Tyrant, you're kind of lumping my show in with yours and Class Country. This show's different from those shows. It's not a white. It's it's. It, I just want to make that clear. It's not like a pro. It's not a PR firm for white people or white nationalists. It's a fun show, and there's nothing wrong with that. Having fun okay. with the movement. Because you've got to okay. take us so seriously like we're um, killers or not. So that's why well, we've got to come on with our shows and offset the... Uh, the but I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying that like my show, just for accuracy's sake, because there's been confusion about this in the past few months that I've been doing the show, like... It's not a it's not a white nationalist show, and it's not a pro white show at all, and it's not a forum for white nationalism. It's a forum for like honest discussion from everybody. I just want to make that clear. Well, huh? I'm just saying I, I I never made a point that it was a white nationalist show. Okay. I never acknowledged that fact and said it was. Okay. Just want to make that clear. Just sorry, sorry about that. Sorry to throw that at you. I um, I um. I've had problems in the past here. Okay. So, uh, sorry, guys. Um, well, you know, Paul and uh, Naj, I'd love your input on this if you're willing to give it. Um, you mentioned sort of even the people of color pride, like the black pride uh, movement. Um, I see a difference in that there has been a body count with a lot of white nationalist movements. And the pride movements from other, you know, cultures that are sort of non-white have come from like, all right, we're being – we're being hidden, so we're going to react with pride, and we're going to make sure that we're heard. That may have been flawed over the years. Um, but what, what do you think about that? Like, So it, this is a question that Tyrant is putting forth. Like, He's coming out doing this volunteer work as a white nationalist. So is that what if, – if he shouldn't be able to do that, let's say for argument's sake he should not be able to do that, should we say the same thing for – the black pride group or the gay pride group? What do you guys think? Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, there is a difference between, uh, um, try, you know, kind of grouping in gay pride with uh, the, the different race pride groups because, uh, you know, at, at the moment, not every single uh, state uh, approves of, of gay marriage and, and same-sex marriage. So there, I think there is a political basis behind having this gay pride movement. But, but if you look at the different, you know, racial pride movements, whether it's, black, white, or brown, I, I just don't see the point in having them anymore. I mean, we don't have any laws that discriminate against uh, the, any, any, any one race. And um, right. really, even, even if you look at our media and our culture, it's, it's, you know, it's really kind of gone beyond that. I mean, I'm not trying to say that we're you know, a, a, a colorblind society. We're not. But, 
No. I, I just don't see the point in having. Um, I don't think there's a need to have a, you know a black pride or a brown pride or a, a white pride uh, movement as such. Okay. Well, Naji, no, you want to no, want to weigh in on that or? Naji, there. Wakey, uh, it's, wakey. That's all right. Yo, I'm, I'm here, but, man, my battery is so low, I don't even think I have to, I could do it, man. I'm trying to charge and listen at the same time. Okay, yeah, no worries, man. Um, Sorry, I just, I was kind of, uh, I wanted to hear your perspective I, on I would love on, to comment on that, though, but. <laughs> can you do it quickly? Uh, Okay, I, I guess, trying to come up with something real quick, I would I guess I would just say it's uh, apples and oranges argument. Uh, what black people go through is totally different uh, than other races uh-huh. as far as a pride idea. So even though I don't subscribe to it, I can understand why a lot of people would subscribe to something called black pride uh, just from what's coming at them through media ever since, uh, you know, they're born. So when you see these black girls with blonde weaves and light-colored contacts, you realize what media can do to your mind about not thinking what you look like is attractive. So, Sure, okay. In a certain sense, I would say that pride is still necessary for us just because of what they have to deal with. But as far okay. as this gentleman, in, in my opinion, uh, I think sometimes you only, you really crystallize the bad experiences that you have. So the black people who wronged him when he was younger, he really really internalize those things and they still affect them to this day and I, I think we need a lot of therapy in America and I mean black and white for some of the things that we grew up with uh, you know you know how people mostly like so, like say you do something good for somebody and they don't appreciate it you tend yeah. to remember that way more than you remember you know means something else happening it's just somebody being ungrateful really bothers you so oh yeah I, yeah yeah, so I think the man just has a problem there, and he probably needs to have that worked out somehow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that that's I, I actually happen to agree with that take. Um, those, And, I mean, this is why, like, with a lot of these guys, on, a lot of people who've come on this show, they've they've kind of, like, viewed race in the abstract, and they sort of, like, read something. They didn't have any people of color attack them or do anything bad to them. Tyrant kind of is different. Like, he kind of did have bad, concrete uh, experiences in his life. Hey, Steve, can I get in again real quick before I cut out? Yeah, 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 go for it. The, the answer to that, though, is always uh, thought and trying to figure out the situation. The answer yeah. is never hate, because when the answer is hate, you hurt yourself. You don't hurt those people that you're mad at. You're walking that's true. around with all this stuff inside you, and the people around don't even know about it. So yeah, you're that's very true. Yourself. It would be easy for me to hate white people because some of the experiences I had when I was younger. But right. that wouldn't hurt some people. It would just hurt me. That would be my problem. So I, I definitely learned that uh, years ago that I can't take that out on all white people. Something that happened between me and a white person. That was that person, not a people. Right, exactly. And that's what I was trying to say to Tyrant, you know, because he's had, you know, Tyrant, you've had um, experiences with people of color that have been good, too. So... It's it's well, sort I, of a, I, I I I've made those experiences good. I've t- I've turned the negative into a positive, which is what like, true nationalists do. You know, and it's like okay, you know, as Nas says, you know, he doesn't go out there and hate white people, but you have the Sharpsons and the Jacksons that turn around and okay, uh, use um slavery and every civil rights thing in their in their power to uh empower black people to hate white people. 
You know. Well, I I don't really believe that they are trying to empower black people to hate white people. In fact, I think those guys. More than anything, like they, they've kind of grown complacent in, in their leadership position, and they, they're kind of like almost celebrities who show up. And Naj even said this a few weeks ago. They show up after the fact. Yeah, but you know? when they were in their prime, they were there. You know, they were on every issue, like Tawana Brawley and stuff like that. They were there, like that day. You okay, know, well, raging, I mean. Raging people, you know. Well, and they, well, they, they took their advantage. Go ahead. Well, they got that one wrong. Yeah, but you know, look at all the the detriments that came out of that. They had every black person in the world pissed off, you know, for what they claimed was something that was nothing, you know. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not making excuses, but um, but um, as far as like, I, I don't. I don't notice a a sort of movement to hate white people from either of those guys. They they they're imperfect. Don't get me wrong, but like. Um, I do not see uh, Nash hung up. I do not see uh, uh, this sort of anti-white sentiment from them. I, in fact, like they do make allies with other people quite often. Well, but, yeah, um, the, Rainbow, the Rainbow Coalition teams up yeah. with uh, Bashback, which is the uh, gay pride uh, activists that are actually illegal, you know, in their activities. You know, wait, just who, wait, like that. how are they illegal? I'm sorry. Uh, Bash Back goes into churches and attacks uh, congregation members and throws condoms at them. Um, they uh, pull fire alarms, you know, and they shout the sermons being nude. You know, there's three crimes in one right there. It's called you know? Bash. I've never even heard of this. It's called Bash Back. Bash Back, yeah. It's a gay pride, like militant activist organization, or or they they go by like something. That, it's not Code Pink because Code Pink something else, but they have a uh, another name that's like something pink. But they are um, like the aggressive activists that go in there and go after, uh, say, churches that they believe are anti-homosexual. And they will attack congregation members with condoms and throw Bibles at their faces and do their uh, take take over the podium and run their whatever rhetoric they have to say. Um, mm. I, I could probably find those video <coughs> for you. There's a couple of them out there where they attack. I think it's like an Ohio ministry or Indiana ministry where they just storm in you know, cause a melee and just attack, uh, like, regular, like, um, congressional people there. You know, they're old. Right. You know, they're, like, in their 50s, 60s, man, but they're, like, under assault, man. They have no clue what the hell is going on. People are storming in there with, like, pink bandanas, naked, you know, hitting them in the face with condoms. You know I mean? But nobody talks about stuff like that. Or, like, anti-racist action when they attack white nationalists for being white pride. I mean, come on. These people, on their, on their pages, go to antiracistaction.org, or One People's Project, they say smash the fash. They're saying go out there and beat the crap out of these people when you see them. You don't see on our site saying hey, you know, if you see a black person go attack them. Or if you see a gay person attack them. But these mm-hmm. anti-racist sites, they openly advocate violence That's against That's just a lie people. about uh, One People's Project. I mean, uh, that's just a fr- bold-faced lie. No, bold-faced. it's not. No, it's not. You're a liar, I- dude! Oh, I, 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 was, I, re, I know Daryl personally. He has no racial hatred. You're a liar, buddy. Okay, dude. Go to One People's Project and tell me there's no hatred there. They post people's addresses, their jobs, their pictures, their kids, where they go to school, man. You're telling me that's not hatred? You're calling for violence. I'm saying you're lying. I'm saying he, he doesn't tell to go out and, and uh, you don't beat have up white to. people. You no, no, you're backtracking. Backpedal all you want, buddy. You're a liar. No, I'm not. 
I'm saying when you You're post somebody's picture. You're a bold-faced fucking liar, dude. When you post their picture, their job, their phone number, their email address, and where the kids go to school, you're calling for violence. You're telling people something. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's calling for violence. How is that uh, calling oh, for violence? You're lying because, again. Because if a white man... You do anything but lie, dude. Dude. Uh, dude. You know, I'm talking, I'm telling you something, okay? Because if a white You're lying. Put, if a white national put some anti-racist action member's number, address, phone number, where the kids go to school, they'd be arrested on a conspiracy plot. Okay, uh, we don't Hawaii do that. used to do it all the time. Uh, well, know, we don't do it now. NSM and, no, used to do it all the time. Uh, well, it's not done now. Well, no. because Bill White went to prison for it, yeah. And Bill Bill White's a douchebag. So, what now? So, so Tyrant, uh, is there a specific uh, part of their website where they're advocating violence? Because I've looked at that website, and I haven't found that. They they have a, go, they go. have a, they have an irreverent go. tone. I mean, they make fun of fascist people, but I don't remember... And this well, is they're, hand like, in, they're hand in hand with the anti-racist action. Go to their website, anti-racist action. So smash the fash. They give uh, points of how to handle fights and you know how to how to go about rallies and how to cover yourself when you hit somebody and run. You know, being numbers of three, four, five. That's on the site. You can find yes. that on the site. You're a liar, dude. Uh, kiss my ass, fucker. All right. Anywho, so uh, okay, yeah, just keep lying, and, and I'll just keep calling you on it. Right. Uh, I have no reason. I have no reason why, man. You know, so, you're lying um, for your, your your yellow teeth. Do you, do you interbreed with your sister as well? All right. Anywho, if, if this show's gonna go like that, man, I got nothing else to say. You know, I'm also whiter than you are. I'm redheaded, Irish, but you don't have so to hate other people outside of your outside of your race. Dude, to be no, white. No, I just hate. You don't have to lie America. about other people to be white. You make white people look bad, dude. Uh, no, not really, man. I just hate gay leprechauns like yourself, man. You know, I make white Uh-oh. people look good. You wouldn't keep Fuck your teeth man. and call me uh, a gay yeah, leprechaun. Yeah, I, 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 I will keep my I will keep my teeth, man. You know, uh, there ain't nothing okay. you're fucking do about it, man. There ain't nothing. Give me, right, give me your address and we'll see. Folks, okay, folks, okay. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys, knock it off, please. Let, let's not let this escalate. I. I have to say no threats, no language of intimidation. Please don't. I can't have any of that on my show, all right? So I'm going to take this call, and I'm going to wrap this show pretty soon. North Georgia, how yeah. are you? Yeah, hey, you man. I had to had to find a solid phone line, man. Uh, okay. It's hard to unpack everything that I heard from him before my phone died. Uh, That's all right. The first thing to touch on was his uh, criticism of Jesse and Al. Uh, what I like to call Reverend INC. Uh, the, the big problem with criticizing them, though, especially from a white nationalist, is the only thing that keeps them in work is incidents. So if a black kid's not shot by the police or someone's not dragged by a pickup truck or something like that, they have no incident to go to. That That's their job, to show up at the incident after it happens. So to accuse them of being racist is just nonsense, but a lot of people believe that nowadays because they're sick of seeing them on TV. But once again, I ask the question, no incidents, no Jesse and Al. That's the only way that, that's the only way that they get work. Okay, so, so when, when something happens to white people, who's there to defend them? Where's the white Jesse? Where's the white Al? There are nobody. Because you don't we, need right, them. Fox, you don't Fox need News. them. Oh, yeah, yeah, we oh, do no, need no, them. Hold, hold on, HP. Let me, let me, let me, let me really get into this. Because when, okay, go when somebody goes with a false equivalence like that, man, it kind of it, it bothers me to the core. Okay, because this past week we had 
Kamani Gray, 16-year-old, shot 11 times in New York. Oh, uh, pull the gun on the cop. Pull the well, gun on the cop, man. Well, no, we, we haven't. that has not been established. We talked about that earlier in the show tonight. It hasn't been established yet, and nobody, had not, not one person here has established that. Well, th- this is the problem. This is the problem, though, because people get all up in arms when you bring one of those situations up. And the question is, do black people have equal protection under the law? And obviously, it's it's totally different. Now, if you shoot a white kid in any major city in America, that area will be locked down. There will be charges thrown on whoever the shooter is. And All right, you total, show me the case. Total show, me, show me the case. Show me the case. That's biased. Show me the case. Show you the case. Right. Yeah, show me the case. Show me show the you case. The case. That's it's anywhere, man. It's, it's no, there's okay. no need. You pull up, pull up your local newspaper of whatever major city you want to talk about, New York, Baltimore, wherever. That's how police okay. action happens. That's how we get different laws. When uh, the young child was was kidnapped, and we and we now have the Lily Ledbetter law, I believe it is, or whatever it is. That's how you get laws when white people okay. get injured. White All people right. have protection under the law. Black people, okay. especially. Yeah, black Amber black Alert. Amber Alert. Yeah, okay. Anything like that. that. That's the way it works. So you don't need a Jesse and Al because you have the law. Okay, so when uh, black people attack white people and call them racist, cracker honkies, or whatever, that doesn't get reported. Why? Because media doesn't report it. So when your people attack our people, man, it won't be reported, period. Nobody will ever hear about it. They'll never know that a case like that even happened. So no, people that's, like that's, 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 have you been to a courthouse lately or a jail? People go to jail for that. There's no black dudes running around talking about I did this to white people and I got away or threatening white uh, people and getting away with it. It doesn't happen. Now, do the, can you say that there's verbal incidents going around in America from black people being aggressive to especially younger black people? Yes, yes, I would say is. that happens. Yeah. I would say that happens. But if somebody gets physically attacked, oh, there will be repercussions. There will be repercussions. You know that, and I know that. Police presence change. People get locked up who weren't even involved. And then we start getting into that uh, whole idea of eyewitness testimony, which is shown to be the least effective uh, mode of finding a criminal and how many people have gone to jail for that. How many people have been released through DNA evidence over the last 20 years and how many happen to be black? So it's a different conversation when it comes to protection under the law. So I, I, well, get, I get his his angst about it as far as knowing that there have been some incidents where white people have been attacked, but the idea that there people aren't being prosecuted for it, that's nonsense. Yeah, okay. That's true. Um, that's- well, 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 let's look at the hate crime statistics. Can you tell me uh, the white on black and black on white uh, um, numbers there? And let's see uh, who dominates there. I bet you there's a shitload of white people that are committed hate, uh, convicted well, okay, hate but, crime. Okay, but just listen to what you just said. You just said hate crime. They had to make a law to distinguish between regular crime and somebody committing a crime based off a of race. Who was this no. law made for? They made it for white people. Okay, so, so at a certain point, man, you kind of got to understand that you're making an argument that sounds crazy. No, no, it doesn't sound crazy. They made a law for white people, all right, right. To, help, to help your people. They make a law that helps white people when your people attack us, okay? And that's fact. Right? Oh, okay, let, let, me unpack, let me unpack this slowly then. The reason the law had to be made was because people weren't getting that protection under the law. That's why. That's why they had to come up with a separate law to to try to close some of those gaps between prison sentences and those who are prosecuted for committing crimes. It's a totally different story. I, I can't believe you would sit up here and make the statement that black people are not being prosecuted for things that they're doing to white people. Just look at your jail, man. Look at your, look at your courthouse and look at your jail. Well, that's because your people are criminals, man, apparently. 
If you commit a crime, you're going to jail, man. That, that's a fact. You know, that's yes, the, if you're black and you commit a crime, you will go to jail. If you're white and you commit a crime, there's a chance you might get away with it. You, you have a better chance. That's not okay. because if you're white, you just get off. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's, it's different severity and there's different repercussions. Uh, take the crack law, crack the cocaine soft law we have now. It's 18 to 1. If you get caught with soft powder cocaine as opposed to hard cocaine, the sentencing is 18 to 1. That's the difference. It used to be 100 to 1. Now it's 18 to 1. These, these are laws that are on the books right now. This is not some 1960 fairy tale of black oppression. This is 2013 America. All your people stop doing crack. You know, shit, dude. I mean, that's bottom line. So, like, people, you're, so you're okay, saying people? Hold on. He, he said people should stop doing crack. He said you're. If people. it was only that simple, I, I wish you could walk to the trailer park and say stop doing crystal meth, but it doesn't work yeah. like that, does it? No, it's not that easy. So of hey, course I try they tell them. I tell them, but they don't listen, man. Exactly. So okay, you're making my point for me. Don't ask me to do something you so, can't do. You know so, what I mean? So tyrant, can you tell? So your people should stop doing crystal meth then. Well, he could say we do crystal meth. I mean, that's his. Uh, you, I, I'm kind of using your phrase against you. You were complaining about how, you know, you were being demonized as a white nationalist because of a few bad apples, and now you're you're doing the same thing to somebody else. They're all bad apples. Uh, because you're uh, turning on me. Your whole show's turning on me, man. If you're a white yeah, nationalist, yeah. you're gonna That's you're it. gonna have some type of you know animosity no, I, talking to other no, people we, who aren't. No, we we start off in hate crimes, man. How white people are getting convicted for hate crimes, and black people get get convicted for hate crimes, hate crimes against white people, and right. it's fun off from there. And the whole show turned on me for that, man. Having a civil nobody, debate, nobody, but you guys nobody. had. Yeah, I, I don't think the show turned on you because of that. I think it was your response to it. Your response to me questioning your idea that somehow black people are getting away with all of these these crimes that that you're oh, saying. Your response turned into demonizing black people. Like, oh well, don't do yeah, crack or tyrant. don't do that. Why not tyrant, just continue the same conversation? Yeah, tyrant. No. I mean, nobody to say that we're turning on you. We just disagree. All right, and you did make a statement that you yourself were complaining. You you made a statement that that basically like you were complaining about earlier. You said that people were lumping all white nationalists in as, as one group because of a few bad apples as all violent criminals. And then like you did the same thing to somebody else. Do you understand the point? It's not turning on you. I'm letting you like, we're, we're not turning on you, dude. We disagree. You got the, you got this guy coming on, dude. You jump on his fucking balls here, dude. I see where your show goes, man. I'm not trying to attack you personally, man. I'm just coming at ideas. I'm just taking it there. I don't know you, so I'm not trying to attack you personally. Man. He's called in He's called in quite a few times, actually. Naj, Naj Radio here has called in quite a few times. We've had some good conversations. I, I allow you guys, uh, the white nationalist boys here, because of the nature of the show of exploring people's honest feelings, I allow people, I allow you guys, I allow you, Tyrant, I allow everybody else to have their say, and I'm allowing Naj to have his say. And to say to and to say that like because there's some ideas that are being presented that you don't like to take that as some sort of like an attack. And again, this is not your PR firm. Do you understand that? Yeah, and don't take don't take me challenging something you said as a personal attack. I'm not it's trying not, to disrespect it's you. Not I'm not yeah. trying to disrespect you. I'm, you I'm just trying to challenge what you said. I'm not trying to disrespect you. At yeah. All. Do you do you understand what I'm saying, Tyrant? I feel like I let you have your say too. Well, I don't get a chance to argue back when he he goes on his uh, Al Sharpton thing and Jesse Jackson thing. Of okay, course, he's, okay, a, uh, he's, okay. he's, he's a black person. He's, he's going to back him up, man. No doubt. Okay, hang on, hang on. Okay, Tyrant, sorry. 
let let's nudge, let's let him let's let him talk. So Tyrant, just respond if you want to respond to what was said out there. Well, I should say, man, you know, him as a black person, he's going to come in and back up Reverend Al, Jesse, Jesse Jackson, whoever the fuck he is, man, you know, and they're going to have a valid argument for him, you know, but like I said, man, you know, they are avid anti-white people, you know, they will jump on any racial thing to make a white person look bad and demoralize the white race and turn everything they can on, on people. That's what they do. It's what they've been doing for, I don't know, three decades now, you know. But this guy's going to come on there and back him up, man. You know, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson were very anti-Jewish, you know, back in the day, too. But nobody's holding against that. It seems to be just forgotten. I think they should be held accountable for that, too. Um, can, I, can, I, can, I resp- can I respond to what he said, though? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for it. Okay. I think right now we have a situation where he's taking emotion into this instead of just plain logic. When I talked about Jesse and Al, the first thing I said is I don't necessarily agree with who I call Reverend INC. Those are my first statements. And he said, as yeah. a black person, I agree with him because I'm black. That's nonsense. I don't agree with every black person. I don't like Barack Obama, but that's my own personal opinion. That has nothing to do with me being black. As far as, like I said, as far as Jesse and Al, if people stop committing crimes or hate crime, whatever you want to call it, Jesse and Al have no job. That's their job to respond. Put them out of work. That's all I ask, white nationalists. Put them out of work. Okay, so Tyrant, you can respond. How about? All right, so you're, you refer to these people as reverends, okay? How do they get the title of reverend? Would they sign up online, and now they're like um, some fucking special person in the world because they're called reverends? I mean, who are these people? If they're people with uh, no jobs, they just sit there and uh, bicker and moan on the racial uh, scenario. How are they criminals? How are they criminals? How are they not? You know, <laughs> with, all, with, with all their with all their hate speech back in white the late eighties. Criminals. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, they're reverend they because they preached they preached in church. Off. Both have preached in churches for over a decade, so that, that's why they have the title of reverend. I mean, nobody just gives that away, but I, I don't understand <laughs> okay. why that would factor into you saying that they're criminals or racist. I, I don't get it. Do both of them have uh, derogatory comments about Jews early in their career? Yes, and they paid for those comments. <laughs> they paid oh, for those oh, comments a oh, lot. Oh, okay. And rightfully and so. White, rightfully so. Oh, okay, and white people have been paying for um, anti-Semitic comments for the past uh, 70 years now. It's called uh, World War II, and it's not being let go. So why are these people being let go 30 years ago? Their comments. It's okay for them to make Well, anti- you kind of kill six million yeah, yeah. people, you know, and that's uh, kind no, of no, uh, no, 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 really, then. Yeah, if you could prove that to me, man, let's go. You know, yeah, well, well, you're an idiot. Before we get into Holocaust denying and all of that stuff, I, I, I just want to say, why do you think black people have some type of, I don't know, a get out of jail free card with that situation? Jesse and Al both paid politically by a, a, a lot for those comments uh, that they made, and anybody else would as well. How, how they pay? They're still, they're still here today. Anybody that's paid for an anti-Semitic comment isn't on the air. They don't have a position. They don't have a job right now. But yet, these two clowns do. You know, Mel, Gibson still, Mel Gibson They created still their own coalitions. I don't, like I said, I don't agree with them, but I can't sit up here and lie on the two guys, man. They, they are who they are. But like I said, you want to put them out of work, it's real easy. No more incidents, and we don't see them anymore. All right, guys, um, I actually have to wrap up this show. It's getting a little bit late, and um, unlike a lot of my fans, I actually work. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to feel it. Hey, can I say one thing about? Uh, are, are you familiar with the uh, uh, the uh, Sultrian uh, theory that one of your little uh, uh, people in the chat room? It's a racist theory that supposedly uh, white people originally colonized North America, and there's actually no uh, bit of proof of about it. Uh, I just thought I'd drop that in there, and that's my. Uh, is this puppy talking? Is this puppy talking? Yeah, Puffy. Well, like Puffy, it, does that surprise you? I mean, there's there's been factual empirical evidence about the Holocaust, and these guys still are like, oh, it's a hoax. Yeah. So I mean, well, it doesn't six, surprise me. Six million is you know is a ballpark figure. Nobody really knows how many people were killed, but you know, right? It could have been more. It was probably more than that, actually. Yeah. Um. Right. Anyways, guys, um, I, I'm going to wrap up the show now. Thanks. Uh, I I uh. I know these things get uncomfortable and I know that, you know, these are hard conversations to have. Um, and I'm really saying this to everybody involved. Thank you for calling in, even if we disagree with stuff. And this goes for everybody. It goes for uh, Tyrant, Paul, Patrick, Paul, Huang, uh, Naj, Puffy, and uh, my, old, my old prank caller buddy there. Um, just want to just wanna thank everybody for calling in. Uh, well, thank and you. you. Thank you and good night. All right, good night, Patrick. Uh, so, uh, Naj, thanks again for calling in. Uh, I really appreciate it. And, hey, man, uh, uh, I was trying my best not to, but the guy got me in, so you know what I mean? He got okay. me to call. So either way, shout out to him, man. I don't hold any ill feelings towards you, man. I just disagree with you. Hey, that's what the bait is, man. It's First Amendment. For sure. Okay, fantastic. All right, and Tyrant, you know, like, look, I mean, we may have disagreed. I mean, I, I don't share your views. Um but, you know, you're welcome to call in. I, I do want to sort of explore more where you're coming from as well. So um, uh, guess number six is writing that the hate project has a job selling crack. How did you know? I got I to gotta get back on that, actually. I got to brew some, I'm brew another batch, actually. So uh, anyways, guys, thank you again for calling. Uh, call back in, Tyrant, Nosh. Call back in anytime as always. Um, and uh, have a good night, everybody, and a good right, Tuesday. All right, good night. Bye. Hey, you made it out alive. Congratulations. Well, thank you for listening to Paradox of Civility. As always, if you have any feedback, please email me at paradoxofcivility at gmail.com. Um, also follow us on Twitter at civil podcast. We have a Facebook page as well. Um, and thank you. Tell your friends if you like this show, talk to you next time.